them's relationship status just got a lot more complicated. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. My name's Luke Rudowski here of thebestpoliticalshow.com, as of course we are going to be going live for the next two hours discussing all the crazy news happening right now, as of course a lot of people are discussing the current situation in Moscow, Russia, with Tucker Carlson, who was just there on site and is confirmed to have interviewed Vladimir Putin, which everyone is losing their ish to. There's a lot of news about cyber attacks, infrastructure attacks. Gina Carano and Elon Musk are suing Twitter. What in the world is going on here? Well, we're going to be talking about that plus a lot more all for the next two hours. So, Make sure to share this broadcast with your friends and family members, as, of course, YouTube hasn't been that favorable to us, but it's really up to you to get the thebestpoliticalshow.com out there to your friends and family members. And it's one of the reasons why we have such a big audience, and it's people independently sharing it. So thank you again for doing that. You guys get to also participate in this conversation by signing up to, of course, LukeUnfiltered.com. You could sign up for less than $8 a month, and then by doing so, you get access to a lot of really incredible things, and one of the best things is being able to call into the show as today, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Rumble, we will be taking your phone calls. You could ask us, show us whatever you want, and another way that you could participate is, of course, through Rumble rants or Super Chats, but even better is mysuperchat.com, where your text actually shows up on screen. We will be reading any and all Super Chats during this two-hour broadcast, and we can't thank you enough for your support with this independent media organization that has really cool, awesome people in studio, like Conservative Ant. Conservative Ant, who are you? How would you introduce yourself? And thank you so much for, for coming down. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am a social media comedian... I guess. I don't know. Uh, all things po politics, basically. Um, I kind of put my twist on it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I give you facts with jokes and personalities, I guess. Which I think is more important than ever. I had a friend visiting and they're like, you got to get conservative Ann on. You got to get that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. You, uh, you, you live close by. So that was, it's awesome to have you here. Yes, thanks uh, for real, having me. Really uh, a pleasure. Clint is also here. Clint uh, with the complicated relationship status. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough when you have, you know, your, your polycule, it, it grows, it expands upon itself. You can't even remember like how it began. You know, it's just tough. It's tough out here. But uh, I, I want to enjoy, I want to, I want to offer the audience, let's, let's, Let's dine. Let's have libations of corporate media tears as Tucker Carlson has decided to interview the modern day. I can't even say the word. You can't even say the word. I'll save it. You I'll can save say, it for you later. You could say the modern day leader of Germany with the funny stash in, <laughs> yes. in the 1930s. You can Luke, say it that way. Luke, Luke no. it's the reference I'm going for. And I think you do too. Uh, anyways, uh, Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, co-host of Tower Gang, and co-host of The Best Political Show, which, by the way, you should pick up your phone right now and you should go to your podcatcher and you should enter in both Liberty Lockdown and The Best Political Show and you should subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. We got Steph on the buttons. Steph, who's going to be talking a lot today, right, Steph? Yeah, my name is Steph. Steph, we are change. Excited to be here. All right, let's get into the first story. And that is that, of course, is Tucker Carlson that everyone is talking about right now as just scrolling through my Twitter feed. This is the first video that came up from Taylor Day saying this is when Tucker Carlson lands back in America. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> Not 
course, it's not when Tucker Carlson <laughs> lands in America. That's when the Nephilim and Clint's <laughs> yes. family landed my, in my Miami Mall <laughs> and then had one of the biggest police presence in, uh, I think, just recent history. As Of course, a lot of people are now talking about the, the interview that, a, that I, a lot of people are saying is going to be breaking the Internet as it is now officially confirmed. Tucker Carlson did have a sit-down interview with the leader of Russia, Vladimir Putin, and the responses from this are, are very telling. Some people are saying this is the best thing ever. This is going to be incredible. This is going to be the biggest, most watched video on the internet ever. And then you have some people trying to desperately hold on to the narrative, hold on to the discourse, saying this is the worst thing ever automatically ban Tucker Carlson from coming back into this country. He's a traitor. How dare he talk to the enemy? As already, there's a lot of memes. There's a lot of attacks. There's a lot of people, including even Alex Jones, who came out today and said, hey, Tucker, um, before getting on any flights, Make sure you release this interview, as, of course, a lot of people are expecting a lot of major bombshells to be released. What do you guys make of this latest news, and what do you think is going to be coming out from this larger interview? Honestly, I think that, I mean, it's never a bad thing when you want to talk to somebody that everybody really wishes they can talk to, I guess. And who better than Tucker Carlson? I mean, he, he'll go there. He'll ask the questions. I think we kind of, I don't know. I feel like I needed to hear something from Putin. I, something. I mean, we don't know anything. So blackout isn't good either. I mean, it's not a bad right. thing to listen to what he has to say, whether you want to take it and believe what he has to say or like him. Nobody's telling you to like him or or not. I mean, well, that, that's the most insulting part about all this is that, there's this there's this new narrative. I don't think this really ever existed when I was growing up, but it seems to be very pervasive at this point that if you hear from someone who has been deemed to, to be the enemy, that that is enough that it like it should be shamed, it should be censored, it should be suppressed. Uh, I couldn't disagree more with that assessment. I think that uh, I mean we we have a long history of American journalists sitting down with Osama bin Laden, Putin himself, many 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 times. Uh, you know, many, many leaders all over the world that are considered to be, you know, evil or whatever. This is not like the audience has the capacity for, for discernment. And if we don't have that at this point, well, that's more of a condemnation of our public school system than anything else as far as I'm two and a half, Two and a half years ago, NBC interviewed Putin. There it was a big deal. M many corporate media personalities interviewed Putin. But I, I think there's such a scandal surrounding this. There's such an energy around us. It, it's predominantly because Tucker Carlson's no longer in the club. He's yeah. not in the corporate media. Bingo. He doesn't have a big major network controlling him. He's essentially independent media posting on Twitter, posting something that, of course, is going to be out of the reins of control of corporate media. And I think that's why they're losing their ish, because they could, they could, we could really find out some stuff that we were denied access to for a very long time, and that could be very detrimental to a lot of powerful people. Yeah, well, that was Tucker's whole point when he put out that message today. He was like, listen... We are basically like this is stuff that we need to hear, and then you can base your own decision off of it. I don't see anything wrong with that, and the, the reason why they don't want him to because he's like the most listened to dude right now. Yeah, I feel ever. Well, and and he's also not going to edit. I, I don't think they're going to edit the interview down at all. I he think they're no. just going to put it out whole. He said so. he's going to release it. We're, we have some of his statements that we're going to oh, be yeah. playing it in a little bit. He was actually confronted by a, a Russian reporter asking him about the interview with uh, Putin. And uh, very interestingly, he had uh, this Can I ask you about your uh, interview with uh, Putin? With who? With Putin. 
Who is it? I've heard the name, but I... With our President Putin. Yeah, it sounds familiar, but I can't say anything. Play dumb here, but of course his true statement was released on Twitter, where he released a 4-minute and 28-minute response to a lot of the criticism, a lot of the hatred that he's been getting after, of course, a lot of people put the pieces together, and he officially today announced and confirmed, yes, this interview is happening, and it's going to be released on TuckerCarlson.com, and then later on released on Twitter, where he said Elon Musk personally promised him not to delete this interview. So, already, Tucker Carlson is coming from a perspective that this interview is going to, to probably be censored. It's probably going to be deleted, as, of course, the establishment, the intelligence agencies, essentially pulled the strings of big tech social media, and they have nerfed and destroyed a lot of very important stories that we can't probably even bring up and remind you here today on YouTube. We could do it in one hour on Rumble, but there's an origin story of some kind of weird bat thing. There's, uh, you know, the specific, how, how else can I make this analogy? There's, there's this uh, son of a politician that did some really awful things that, you know, we can't talk about as well. <laughs> Uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. And soon, probably, uh, uh, unless the censors have been activated, we probably won't be able to talk about the interview between Tucker Carlson and Poon. So far, it looks like we're okay. But but if this interview is going to be as, as big of a bombshell as a lot of people expect it to be, there's going to be some big ramifications, and the system could respond by saying, Shh, you can't talk about it, silence, sush. But you know what? It's so great. Like, So you think of some of the biggest serial killers of our time, right? Interviewed. Yeah. Manson, you know, um, who's the guy that killed all the other Barack, guys? Barack Obama. <laughs> Henry, Obama. Henry, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> there should be no problem with having a conversation with someone and, and showing it to people. Yeah. Bill, Bill, Clint, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Madeline Albright. Hillary Clinton. Hillary. Oh, that's George yeah, Bush. A, yeah. But, John um, Ashcroft. <laughs> Donald, Donald Rumsfeld. John well, Bolton gets interviewed uh, almost every day. Uh, that guy, I literally asked that guy, I was like, hey, we're drawing, my, my friend's drawing a painting of you, and he wants to know, do you want the blood on your hands on your left hand or on your right hand? He freaked out. He was really pissed off and angry about that. Sorry, Aunt, we cut you off. No, Go you're ahead. fine, but you yeah. know, you've, I mean, we made movies on these people, Jeffrey Dahmer, and, and people like made them seem like they were, I mean, they were murderers. And people like idolize these people, but they're fine. Yep. So the red flag to me is why aren't we allowed to talk about it? And being somebody who is on Instagram and who does TikTok and stuff like that, the fact that I know if I post a clip of that and that's going to come down for what? For right. mis misinformation? What's the misinformation? It well, really happened. Well, see, but how can you George even... George W. Bush. <laughs> George H. Bush. <laughs> Keep Sorry. going. Sorry. Keep going. Dick Cheney. But, but, <laughs> he can go all day. Here, here's the here's the reality, though. How can we possibly know what is and isn't misinformation if we're not able to actually speak and think freely? Correct. You can't get to the truth if we're not able to have these conversations. And and let me just be very blunt, without running afoul of the censorship here. Uh, I've already read many books about what's transpired between Russia and Ukraine, and let me just tell you, the reason more than anything. The reason that they're concerned about a uncensored interview from a truly independent journalist is because their narrative is built on sand. Yep. 
it it will fall apart under the the softest of winds that house of cards is coming down so i think that's why they're panicking they have every reason to be panicking but it doesn't change the fact that we have first amendment rights we have speech rights we have press rights you cannot censor this i mean you're going to try you're going to try but we're going to keep finding ways to circumvent these uh these apparatus tony, tony blair <laughs> i'll keep going uh, throughout this whole show if i have to uh but but here are the comments by tucker carlson the video, by the way, is, is just going mega viral, almost as mega viral as my Chilean SWAT team analysis, but that's a different <laughs> story here, as this video already has 29.2 million God, views. The numbers he brings. Within five hours, that's that's Crazy. incredible numbers yeah. on Twitter, where, of course, Tucker Carlson is exclusively uh, posting on the platform. Here's what he had to say. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances. And the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. So it looks like Tucker Carlson is hinting that this interview with Putin is going to be predominantly about foreign policy. It's it's predominantly going to be addressing a lot of the concerns with Ukraine as the average American is kind of questioning, what are we doing there? What's the overall goals here? Why are we investing so much? And, and why are so many young people losing their lives for what? And as we saw with the Vietnam War, media and journalism has, has a way of, of ending global geopolitical conflicts. This has a lot of potential here to uh, essentially create peace. It also has a lot of potential to go the other way and create more war and to create a more desperate situation for some individuals who, of course, want to continue this conflict and prolong it as much as they can. But but I think this this is groundbreaking in, in many ways, as, as I expect a lot of serious conversations to be had about our involvement in Ukraine after this interview, where hopefully, maybe there's a chance that this war could potentially end. Am I being too optimistic here or... Or am I being um, no, that, not realistic enough? No, yeah. You, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, do you think that Ukraine wants that war to end, though? No. I think the pe I think people overwhelmingly want the war to end, but I, I the think leader, though. The, yeah, the, not the leadership. Yeah, and I think I think there might be even a portion of, of Ukrainian leadership that wants it to end too, but they can't because of the larger strings attached by the U.S. military and the intelligence agencies that are, are so involved there that essentially I, I think there's an element of them telling them what to do. Um, and if you're in, in such a situation, it's not a comfortable situation to be in. Mm. Ukraine doesn't have enough uh, manpower. They don't have enough people. They don't have enough resources. Their, their entire population of, of young men has been absolutely wiped out to the point where there's elderly people and women on the front lines that are not supposed to be there. 
And if you're someone like Ukraine right now, you're looking for an exit. You're looking for a way out, especially with all the developments that I've been following very closely in, in Bakhmut and all over uh, Ukraine that is, again, largely a stalemate. And that conflict's not really going to be changing anytime soon. Yeah, I, I don't actually think it's really a stalemate as much as I think Russia does not want to go west of the Dnieper River. I think that they've they've demonstrated quite clearly that this this is the portion they want. They want the land bridge to Crimea. They want to protect the the predominantly Russian speaking people. That's it. They've already they've already achieved their their mission. So they're I think they're just basically waiting out the Ukrainians and really not the Ukrainians because I think Putin knows as well as anybody that this is not a negotiation between he and Zelensky. This is a negotiation between he and Antony Blinken, the the State Department of the United States. That is really and and you know, just to go back to the figures that we're talking about, if that border bill, the border defense bill that they tried to shove down your throat yesterday, if that were to be passed, we're talking approximately a quarter billion of your dollars that have gone to the Ukrainian uh, side of this fight. That's a that's an astronomical sum. No, no, no. Quarter trillion. Excuse me. Quarter yeah. trillion. trillion. Yeah. Six hundred uh, 60 billion is what they wanted under the border bill, right? Which, which is, which is again, it's a war bill. It's a, it's a military industrial complex wish list bill that uh, essentially takes your money, indebts you, uh, devalues the purchasing power of the dollar, and says, "Yeah, guys, here, let's give it to our friends." And uh, oh, the, some of the weapons went missing. Who knows where it went? And and there's so many things about this conflict that we haven't been told about. There's so many lies when it comes to this this engineering, the start of it, and this continuation of it that is just absolutely bewildering. Because if you look at the situation, if if the anti-war voices, if the critics of this war were allowed to be heard, the Ukrainian people would have been better off. They would have been in a more stable situation, a more secure situation, and they wouldn't be in a situation where they have lost that much significant territory as they already have. Have, as they're probably going to be losing a lot more with the way that the battlefield has been unfolding uh, in, in that particular country. If you look at Elon Musk's plan to essentially create a, a ceasefire here that, that he proposed a couple months ago when he was called a traitor for proposing, that's that's a wish list that I think many Ukrainians wish they had the option to, to return to, but we don't with how just much the war has progressed and just how much the spring offensive that the corporate media kept foaming at the mouth about being excited about absolutely failed and didn't meet any of its uh, goals that they, but, they, they told everyone they were going to reach. I mean, keep in mind, even before this Tucker interview, it is already unpopular. The, the financial support, if you actually poll Democrats and Republicans, I don't think that you have a majority and you haven't had it for quite some time. So this 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 entire uh, proxy war has been funded against the will of the American people. I think what this will really tell us after the Tucker interview is how bad is it and and will the will the audience, will the tens of millions that aren't privy to any of the stuff that that most of the people in our audience are aware of already, once they know that, Will, will the outrage become so loud that the federal government finally actually listens to us? Or have they just decided that they are no longer listening to the American people at all? And I don't know. This could end the war. Let's could. just be honest. It this could. could literally end the freaking war. And if that happens... This, this is going to be one of the biggest interviews ever. Yeah, yeah. You deserve I mean, a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, well, they'll never get to talk about that. But, yeah. but exactly, why? What, if we had a leader, I'm sorry, but if we had a leader that was like, "Yo, I can have a conversation with Putin. We can we can talk about this. Like we can. It's escalated to here. Like I think I could bring it down here. 
our leader doesn't have that ability to talk to world leaders that way. They don't see him as somebody who's strong or I don't know. That's just my opinion, maybe. But I, I no, clearly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I wouldn't him respect him if he called me. I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not but answering see, that. See, the issue is, it's not even about you know whether or not Biden could could have that conversation. I don't think he could even use a phone. Right, <laughs> right. Like, we yeah. saw his interview uh, today. Yeah, he we're going to be playing that clip yeah. in a little bit too. It's it's yeah, but, absolutely shocking. But the the issue is, is is that it's not really the president's call. I mean, like theoretically, yes, if he was some sort of sentient being that had a conscience and a soul, he could actually intervene perhaps. But the reality is, is that it's the, it's the deep state military sure, industrial sure. complex state department. And I'm, and I'm hearing down the pipeline that. that that is also what's going to be a big portion of the interview between Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, the real kind of power structure behind the United States. And we've seen Vladimir Putin make very kind of similar statements. Uh, even a few years ago, I remember documenting one of the 12 hour long press conferences that he was giving. And he specifically talked about how it's not the president of the United States that calls the shots, but it's essentially shadowy figures, men in black suits be behind the scenes that no one knows about that keeps things the same in Washington, D.C., no matter who the president is. And if you examine American foreign policy, other than some small kind of deviations, it, it kind of usually stays the same, uh, other than a little bit, a little bit with Donald Trump, even though I have some criticisms of Donald Trump with his foreign policy. But, but again, no new war started, which was a new kind of surprise there. Uh, but let's get into some of the Super Chats and continue on with some of the comments by Tucker Carlson, since we only played one minute of this. We have one Super Chat from Sweaty Boy saying, don't forget, a lot of Israeli presidents were on Jeffrey Epstein's list, yes, and prime ministers as well. Vigilant Patriot said on lists, well, thank you for your Super Chat. I don't know what that means directly. We have a rumble rant by Jay Wick saying, Steph is a cutie. Talk, woman. What is the end game with all these affairs abroad, Luke? Is it to keep a dead U.S. dollar afloat? Uh, Jaywick, I think that's a small portion of it. We're going to get into the larger kind of uh, hegemonic discussions and world power discussions um, in, in a little bit later on in this broadcast. We got another rumble rant by... And so Nicias saying the Benedict, the Benedict Biden doesn't negotiate with Americans. Yes, that's absolutely true. We got another uh, super chat by Ian Slater saying it's a scary thought. You know, your own government actively wants to eradicate and opens the door to a new slave class. Uh, Yes. Sweaty Boy also asks if we could interview Ryan Dawson on the podcast. I think Clint's working on that, but I think he's in Japan and we're, we're yeah. you know, we're going to be, there's another controversial figure that we might have on the show here that's probably yeah. going to get a lot of buzz as well. But uh, we talk to anyone and everyone and we have real discussions here on the bestpoliticalshow.com. We got another one here by uh, I'm Not Your Buddy Guy saying it unravels a deep state plot to frame MAGA. He also said, quote, I hope more people follow the J6 pipe bomb story. Yeah, that's another kind of big story here that uh, has sadly been underreported. We got another uh, super chat by Richard Boner. Of course, that's not his name. Um, I'm, I'm making name. it YouTube friendly. <laughs> Richard Boner said, how great would it be if Tucker went all the way to Moscow just to post a two-minute video of Russian ladies of the night relieving their bowels on your mama's bed? 
Neo commies <laughs> and neo libs would be speechless. Thank you, Richard Boner, for such a classy rumble rant. We appreciate all your super chats and rumble rants that continue this independent media operation, no matter how absurd or esoteric. Here is, uh, go ahead, Clint. Yeah, I just, I just want to take it back a little bit to like why this is such a big, I don't know, like uh, not to unwind. You actually had there was a a false. Uh, FBI affidavit that was filed in 2015 to be able to spy via Carter Page on the Trump uh, campaign at the time, before he was even the president. Then you have the Steele dossier that comes out that tries to to paint Trump as some sort of sexual degenerate, that he's doing all sorts of crazy things with uh, hookers in Moscow. All, all of this is predicated off of lies. All of this is funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign. So then you have him get impeached for his discussions with Ukrainian leadership, you have the entire Ukraine gate nonsense, you have the entire Russia gate nonsense. All of this is is all potentially unwound with one sit-down conversation with Vladimir Putin. And that is catastrophic for the narrative uh, cultivators in our country. Here's what uh, Tucker Carlson had else to say. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. And it's pretty hilarious that it's those same kind of propagandists that are saying that Tucker Carlson is the propagandist yeah. as he's giving us a, an insight and a perspective that's going to be unedited and from what I'm learning is going to be a two-plus-hour conversation wow. that uh, is definitely probably going to be focusing on a lot of important issues that the American people have been denied the access and yeah. ability to understand for a very long time. And you know what? At, at a time right now that Americans don't know what they're going to do for their next paycheck, meal, rent, all that stuff. They really don't care what's happening in Ukraine. I'm sorry. They don't care where their money's going. They are they care where their money's going. It's not going into their pockets. They don't care about everything that's going on in other countries. But Tucker is willing to have these conversations and open up about these things so that we can get an instance like you go, you know, somebody just takes money off your bank account and you're like, "Okay, well, what'd you buy?" And we're like, I don't know. And you're like, yeah, but <laughs> can I at least see what you bought? Is it cool? Like, you know, so he's kind of just giving Americans what they, I mean, this is what we want. We want to see what's going on over there. If you're going to take all of our money and I have no money, I want to know where the money's going. And don't bring this guy over here. Don't bring this guy with his green sweater over here to, to talk to us about how he needs more of it. 
Like, no, dude, oh, we're Zelensky. good. Yeah, yeah. At least show us the receipts. At least show us where the money's yeah. going. At least show us some kind of larger effects here. And we don't we don't have any of that. We have so much disinformation, so much propaganda. And and uh, I would love to see an interview. And I think it's only fair for Vladimir Zelensky now to sit down with Tucker yeah. Carlson. And Tucker Carlson made a very smart and wise move here because now he's opening up the door for the people who listen to Tucker Carlson to listen to Vladimir Zelensky. This is Vladimir Zelensky maybe might take him up on this challenge. I hope he does to only to open up this discourse as I think I've been calling for this for a very long time. There needs to be more communication. There needs to be more detente. There needs to be more resolutions towards these conflicts as of course, conversation between Russia and the United States has been very uh, poor. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it hasn't been substantive. It, it hasn't led to any kind of peace discussions that have been usurped and, and screwed over by Western powers and Western politicians that deliberately are continuing this war and this conflict when all sides a couple months ago agreed to sit at the table. They said, hey, yeah, we'll negotiate. We'll end this war. We'll end this conflict. Boris freaking Johnson and his crazy-haired, lunatic, neoconservative, sociopathic policies literally interjected and said, no, Vladimir, you're not going to be negotiating with Vladimir. Vladimir also said he's not going to negotiate with Putin at all. But but I, I think it's fair to say with so many things on the line and, and, and more specifically, the economic outlook for America, especially with the petrodollar, especially with what's happening to average Americans who are struggling to make it by, this makes more sense than ever. And, and I think this is why a lot of people are paying such close attention to this freaking interview. Well, and, and mind yeah. you, it's not a couple months ago. It was almost two years ago that Antony Blinken just waylaid that entire peace negotiation process through his proxy of Boris Johnson. It's absolutely awful. I mean, these, th we're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not a million casualties on both sides of that war that probably would have been avoided had a had a peace negotiation been had in that in that junction. It's it's criminal beyond belief that they would do that. And then they rob the American people. This is where it gets really insulting, though. They had Vladimir Zelensky fly in and go on the House floor, right. our House of Representatives. They hold up a Ukrainian flag in right. front of the Speaker of the House. I mean, how how is it that we can't at least hear the counter narrative? We can't even hear from the leader of the other of the other side of this fight as we're we're arming and funding. And keep in mind too, we're talking about the two largest nuclear powers on the planet, the United States and Russia. You don't want to have open lines of communication between those two nations? Have you lost your effing mind? It's totally suicidal. And that's why I think that I know that if that were if that were Donald Trump, if this was going on and Donald Trump was there, he would have been like, "Yo, why don't you come to Mar-a-Lago?" <laughs> like seriously, like Putin, come to Mar-a-Lago. Like, let's talk about this. You know what I'm saying? It like I get it. The leader doesn't have doesn't make the shots, but he can at least woo him a little bit and be like, yeah. yo, like, let's not. Well, you know. in, in fairness, I think that Donald Trump really does want to have a good relationship with Putin. He's talked like that forever. But then he he has also, in my opinion, been once again kind of duped because he he bragged about how the Obama administration would not send munitions to Ukraine. Lethal weapons specifically. Right. And it was the Trump administration that was the one that first broke this larger deal and sent weapons to Ukraine. Yeah, he, uh, so, Trump was like, Obama yeah. would only send blankets and pillows. Well, I, I, sent, I sent weapons because, you know, we're playing hardball here. It's like this was... 
it, this has been a proxy war between the United States and Russia for a decade. People don't even understand. This is not Russia may have invaded two years ago, but this started a decade ago. And people don't know the history because we're not allowed to because there's a total media blackout yep. from one side. And, and it's just it's just evil, man. Yeah, I don't know if Putin would go to Mar-a-Lago. He's known for being a, a germaphobe and, and someone who's extremely <laughs> paranoid. If you look at the, the pictures three years ago when there was uh, a thing going around that we can't talk about that was engineered also with the help of the CIA and uh, and, and other individuals that were working for uh, Peter Daszak and Echo Health Alliance. When, when that was happening, you always saw photos of like these enormously like clown-like tables and him <laughs> sitting all the way at one side I of it and then everyone else sitting on the other side. Um, and then uh, security really gets pissed off when anyone kind of touches him as well. So he's super paranoid. But I think Tuck, I, I think Trump's policies, let's, let's just be honest here, weren't the best, but but better than anyone else that was president in our, in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, policies that, on Ukraine? Uh, yeah. No, just foreign policy oh, in, foreign in general. Policy I think it's foreign general? policy out of all the presidents that we ever had in, in our current day. His was the best. Uh, w w was it good? No. <laughs> but that doesn't say a lot in my perspective, in my opinion, as, of course, there's a lot of other things happening behind the scenes that we have no idea about. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think there was also a lot of people talking about how Trump would just essentially scare the crap out of a lot of world leaders by being unpredictable and uh, essentially saying that he was going to nuke everyone. And that was <laughs> that was one of his kind of detente policies that, that some people say was a brilliant move because it freaked out a lot of people who didn't know what he was going to do and therefore kind of put a lot of the bigger world leaders in check. I think a lot of his trade protection policies with China were brilliant and mm -hmm. I think those were the best policies that he implemented. But as far as like the Middle East, I think the intelligence agencies still had a lot of control. And then when we kind of look at this, it's, it's essentially the intelligence agencies that always need a war, whether it's for human trafficking purposes or, or drug purposes, whatever it is. They always need something because Afghanistan ended. And, and when Afghanistan ended, they're like, crap, we, we need an excuse. We need a way to funnel all the money. We need, you know, we, we need we need we need the babies. We we got to bring in the babies for, you know what, that we can't mention here on YouTube. Um, they got to go on that island that we can't talk about here on YouTube. Um, <laughs> and and I, I, I really do think they're going to be doing everything in their power to to prolong this conflict, to continue this conflict. And sadly, the people who are paying the biggest price for it are young Ukrainian men and young Ukrainian men who have a lot of money who are connected with the politicians they don't go to the front lines they don't get drafted it's the poor people in Ukraine it's also the poor people in Russia the poor soldiers who are also uh, conscripted who are also told hey you're going to go and fight now and you're going to fight uh, essentially your neighbor people yeah. who look exactly like you people who may be related to, to you, you yeah. and you're supposed to take their life all because of the wishes of some kind of politician which I think is absolutely idiotic no matter what side you're on yeah and what about you know the when this whole thing's popped off mike you know they netflix like cut off everybody every subscription from russia and like all these different places i was thinking i was like what if i was just a normal russian citizen what did i have to do with this like why well, you know what i'm saying like you, you might not even support putin correct yeah. with, which a lot don't. a lot don't yeah. and yeah. so it's sad that it has to go to that point and there's a lot of innocent people on both ends of this that 
are affected, like you said. And, you know, I do think of the Russian people, too, because some of them can't leave. Some of them want to leave, but they're affected financially. They're affected monetarily as well. So it's an all around crazy situation yeah. to wrap your mind yeah. around. Like, do we, we they get radical- uh, radicalized? You know, like, mm-hmm. are they actually going to be like, man, I want my Netflix back. Fuck America. <laughs> well, I think the... the, <laughs> the Steph, uh, for French language here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on YouTube. Uh, Come on. But, but I, I just wanted to make the point, we do have to call out the situation as honestly as we can, because there's a lot of other people who are saying, Putin's going to save us. Putin's going to save the West. No, Putin's going to save Russia. P- Putin really cares about himself. And when you look at the current state of affairs in Russia, especially with the declining population, especially with the huge rise of alcoholism, especially with the huge rise of the destruction of the family unit, Russia's not doing that well. He's begging their people to have more babies. And when you look at their policies that they implemented within the last three years for the global flu that was going around, it doesn't speak of freedom and and liberty. It doesn't speak of of someone fighting the establishment and and security state. It's someone who who, of course, represents his country, his interests, and himself as well. And we need to make that clarification just so people don't jump on the bandwagon and think somehow that Vladimir Putin's going to come on a horse bare-chested here and save us here in the West because he's not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I have seen that too online, Luke, and I think those people are totally deluded. It's just that they're they're so jaded because our political establishment is so obviously evil that they see Putin saying some like culturally conservative things and like, this is is our hero. It's like, no, you got it all twisted like there there are no good guys but the reality is that the truth is somewhere in in the middle and if you only hear the ukrainian argument the zelensky argument well you have no idea what's transpiring mm-hmm. now now this is what i'm most pumped about is that tucker carlson in that little four minute clip saying what he's going to interview uh putin about he says we're going to talk about the u.s dollar and and why the BRICS alliance is is rising this is really big because the main thing that that set off the BRICS alliance and made it expand that that has been adding to the inflationary pressures domestically with the US dollar was that one as soon as as soon as they invaded into Ukraine they kicked them off of Swift and they they absconded with over 200 billion dollars from their central bank as soon as that happened all of the other nations that had any of their currency sitting in US dollars sitting at uh you know other central banks in Europe they all freaked because they realized all of a sudden that oh the bank that I thought I was keeping my money with it's whether or not it's solvent is not really the point, but it was basically like a bank run. All of these nations were like, we got to get out of the dollar. This is crazy. These dudes have lost their effing minds and they're right. But the American people are going to pay the price. And it's really important that they understand why that this was this was American foreign policy. It didn't have to happen. So I think that's that's a really uh, good thing that could come from this. people are correcting me in the chat saying Putin's not going to be on the horse. He's going to be on a bear. Yes. In. OK, but can we talk about real quick, like one of the countries that does not accept to gay people he got on a horse looking like a whole ass yes. gay person yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. even when he's on a horse he looks <laughs> like a bear you know what uh, I mean? <laughs> that's true that's a very, a very he's yeah. an otter we call him an otter oh he's an otter okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> sorry i had to <laughs> i don't know how to respond to that <laughs> but good point uh and uh, yeah there's a lot of uh a lot of crazy videos and photos of putin uh doing jujitsu mm. um like being in the wilderness fishing <laughs> and like running around with his uh, bear chest as well yeah. ice skating playing <laughs> hockey 
and uh, essentially being the MVP of his hockey league as everyone literally is too afraid to check in. I was going to say, he's gaining like 10 goals a game. Maybe I don't he's know like if he's the only video, player on cow. all of these teams. Yeah. He's like the only one running out there. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I, I bet those like hockey players are terrified. Probably. Absolutely freaking. Yeah. I would not want to play hockey against Putin. That'd be no. Very scary. All right, we still didn't uh, finish the full video. Let's finish off the full video with uh, Tucker Carlson. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we want it to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group. Nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. And that is absolutely terrifying mm. for the people in charge that live and prosper on a bed of lies, as those lies are going to be exposed very soon. And right on for Tucker Carlson. I mean, the, the stuff that happened with his signal messages being hacked by the NSA, federal government's coming to him and saying, yeah, you're not going to do this interview with Vladimir Putin. And him saying, you know what? I'm just going to do it. It's incredibly brave, incredibly ballsy. And this was the number one news anchor in all of America that was fired without explanation. This is this is kind of a Guy Fox kind of moment here. Mm -hmm. If you remember V for Vendetta, there was always that one journalist sticking up, speaking out for everyone else. We are in like a V for Vendetta moment. And if you remember watching that movie, it's one accident and it's one incident. It's one thing that happened in the street that sparked off this huge kind of rebellion, this huge kind of dissatisfaction that has been building and building and building. And uh, this is truly, I, I would say, one of the most exciting times to be alive. Yes. What's going to happen from here? Who knows? We could only hope that cooler heads prevail, that there is going to be a serious conversation, that there's going to be negotiations, that there is hopefully going to be peace. And a lot of this bloodshed, a lot of this conflict, a lot of this war could end with the power of words. Conflicts 
And once people start stop supporting them, I, I think we're reaching that kind of crescendo moment during an election year where anything and everything could happen. I just hope everything happens for the benefit of humanity and we're not all blown up with nuclear missiles. You, you and me both, brother. <laughs> but this is an important thing to note, too. Uh, if, my, if my memory serves, it was before Russia invaded that they were actually preventing Tucker Carlson from interviewing Vladimir Putin. Yes. So, so when they say... That, that Putin invaded and it was unprovoked, that they had no idea it was coming, blah, blah, blah. Ask yourself, why would they, why would they hack his, his text messaging if, if that's the case? Mm-hmm. Why, why would they not want an American journalist uh, to be able to speak to him prior to, to the invasion? Perhaps it's because he would have been able to explain that there is a lot of antagonism coming from the Biden administration when it comes to adding Ukraine into NATO. Could that could that have possibly been why they didn't want him to have that conversation? I think that there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. And if you also remember, shortly after that, Fox News shelves Tucker and that he was the number one guy in news. Like, mm-hmm. why, why would you possibly do that? And I think the truth is, is that. You know, he was one of the journalists that that forgot he had strings or or decided to cut his own strings, started to tell the truth, and that's just not allowed on TV. A, a lot of yeah. people on social media are saying Tucker Carlson will not be taking his own life. Yeah, <laughs> and, I've been and seeing I'm that. I'm seeing that in the comments, <laughs> and I'm seeing it on social media. That's I, the severity of the situation, and that's not overplaying it. I would say yeah. that's underplaying it with the way that the, this establishment, this regime, has been acting towards yeah. critical voices of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, he and he he covered his butt. He said a lot of things that he's like, I am not, we are not here because I like Tucker or I like Vladimir Putin. Like he covered his butt on a lot of things and just, just what we said. Everybody deserves to know exactly what's going on because we only know one side. We see this guy in this green sweater, always showing up like a hoochie, like he wants money from us. And we never know why we're giving him money when we're not getting anything out of any of it. (laughs) And then you have, we get no response from Putin, so this is good for yeah. us. Well, I want to know. One of the theories that I heard, and I haven't been able to independently verify it, but one of the things that I've heard from some of the people I know that are uh, paying attention to this situation more than uh, I am and have their sources, th- they came out and they said, you know, Zelensky has essentially been threatened. His, his life uh, is in jeopardy if he doesn't follow the rules and does what he is told to do. By who? So... Um, by the um, establishment that is truly uh-huh. calling the shots here. I don't know if that's true or not, but but it would kind of make sense when you look at the, the larger kind of very bad moves he's making for his people and uh, the life loss that has been significantly lost there. So that could be a probability that I think is worth considering here in all of this, as, of course, the response to Tucker Carlson, even now, is uh, very tempted by a lot of establishment figures like Keith Olbermann that just came out and said in response to Tucker Carlson's video that we just played here for everyone, saying, because you're a, quote, Russian asset and an American um, thing we can't say here on YouTube, we get it. That's one response out of many responses. Of course, CNN had a meltdown (laughs) on their national television show and they were really not happy with the interview that, of course, Tucker Carlson is going to be releasing. Mike Cernovich had a very interesting take here. He said, quote, they are afraid of the Tucker interview with Putin because Americans were sold a lie 
about Ukraine. Many lies. It was all a lie. Mm. And of course, Clint, you sent me a, a video showing NATO's own general secretary flat out, quote, admitting that Putin invaded Ukraine because NATO refused to agree to stop expanding. Um, and that's according to the video that Clint sent me here. It's a one minute video. I don't know if we should play it or not. Uh, but uh, His accent's really strong, but if people want to look it up, they can. It's true. It's like the secretary general of the of the UN or whatever his, his title is, but like the top guy. And he's like, that's why it happened. And contrary to all of the narratives that the CNNs and the Fox Newses of the world will try and tell you that, you know, Putin's just a madman and he did it for no reason. There is a reason. It was very clear. There was leaked State Department cables uh, to the now current head of the CIA to Condoleezza Rice at the time back in 2011-12 where they were saying this is the reddest of red lines. You cannot put Ukraine into NATO. It is totally a non-starter for not just the Russian people but also Putin and yeah, this is this is they knew all the way along. I yeah. just want that to be very clear. They knew 100% and they wanted it to happen. This is the war that they wanted. Um, and if the shoe was on the other foot here, and let's just say uh, Russia was expanding to, uh, you know, Costa Rica, Panama, and putting their nuclear weapons here, or in Cuba, which there's actual talk and consideration of them doing, the situation would be, of course, a lot different. And, and, and of course, we have this Newsweek article that just came out on February 5th. Yesterday, specifically detailing how Russia vows to respond if U.S. sends nuclear weapons as the United States is vowing to send nuclear weapons to the United Kingdom. Russia is saying if they do this, well, we're just going to send uh, nuclear weapons to Cuba, as, of course, we're repeating history here that clearly hasn't <laughs> been officially dealt with since the Soviet Union, since the 1960s. And once again, we're in a situation where... A lot of people's lives are in danger, and at any moment and any time, we could have mutually assured destruction, which uh, is ridiculous since, of oh. course, nuclear weapons are just an outdated form of technology that are many decades old comparatively to the new weapons that they have that could uh, probably be a lot more sinister and a lot more worse for humanity. Luke, yeah. did you say Cuba? Do we need to start getting out of here? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to Cuba. I don't like communists. Yeah, well, I mean, you just have you have just as good a chance of being invaded by the by America if you go to Cuba. Um, look, this is why communication is so important. I mean, it is not overstating it to say like these are the two most serious military arsenals on the planet. Whatever you think about Russia's capacity to beat us in a conventional war is really irrelevant. Obviously, they couldn't beat us in a conventional war. Certainly not in, in an invasion or something like that into into U.S. But Yes, they absolutely have an arsenal that can wipe out all of humanity. So do we. Uh, we're playing chicken with every man, woman, and child's life. It's it's totally psychotic, and it's done at the behest or to the benefit of a bunch of really, really corrupt politicians that have been robbing you blind for decades. Your whatever level of fury that you hold within you is too little. You should be much more angry at what they've done to you, honestly. And I, yeah. I, I think there's also a lot of serious discussion about the possibility of cyber attacks. There's, of course, Cyber Polygon that the World Economic Forum participated with the United States and Russia with, essentially simulating a larger cyber war on infrastructure all over the world. As, of course, we have this article by Politico that talks about how EU capitals are allegedly fearing 
that Russia will retaliate with cyber attacks after their assets were, of course, frozen. This says there has been a lot of very interesting conversations specifically about online digital warfare. Newsweek has another article talking about cyber attacks that have allegedly been thwarted that came back from China. And, of course, we have this article talking about the Hootsies getting revenge by cutting off the fifth of the world's internet by going after world digital infrastructure with targeting fiber optic cables that lie only 100 meters inside of the ocean. Now, a lot of this talk, I, some people are saying it's it, it could be predictive programming, it could be getting people ready for, for actual sabotage events, for actual potential even false flag events, for events that maybe could be engineered, maybe could even be realistic. But when we look at the nuclear weapons, they are an outdated form of warfare. I think there's a new war that already exists that a lot of people aren't aware of, a war that's being fought with information, a war that's being fought with people being gaslit and manipulated to the point where they make decisions that are absolutely awful and detrimental to them without their knowledge or consent as they're literally being led down a pathway of being extremely unhappy, being sterile, being an individual who, of course, won't have a strong family unit, being an individual who, of course, would be the perfect consumer with an ideology that is absolutely destructive towards oneself and its personal well-being. I think we are already engaged in different kind of online wars through the manipulation of algorithm, through the manipulation of information. But that is just my own conspiracy theory. And I don't know if you have a theory about what's going on here. But for me, the war has started. It's waging. Humanity is losing. I agree with you 100%. And they and they're we're already in war with with social media platforms. Uh I mean, it's it's way beyond just dropping a bomb over everybody. I mean, the bomb has already hit, in my opinion. So, it's an information bomb. It's, yeah. it sucks, man. I mean, that all that you really need to have a functioning society is to be able to speak to one another. And and we have we have technologically we have a better capacity to speak with one another all over the planet than we've ever had, mm. ever. And it's not even close. Like magnitudes better than even when I was born. Magnitudes, multiples. But they can't allow it because the entire foundation of what we exist under is just total deceit. So if there's if there's open communication, the lies come to the fore, their power structure fails. And that's that's the exact reason that they're censoring us everywhere. Yep. And, and that's why they're so pissed off that uh, Tucker Carlson is daring to provide conversations that, of course can't be controlled by them. Here's here's CNN literally flipping out on national television crying probably. in response really? to this news. Not crying. They're not Rachel Maddow. They're not that in touch <laughs> with their uh, effeminate feelings. Uh, it's like Trump won the presidency oh, all over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Chank during uh, Trump's uh, election. But uh, here is this puppeteer uh, <laughs> puppeteering the lines from the corporate media establishment. Set. A massive shakeup in Kyiv coming as Putin is trying to court the MAGA GOP in the United States. In fact, one of the leaders of the MAGA GOP is in Moscow tonight. It's the man you see here with the MAGA leader Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson. Possibly there in Moscow to interview Putin. Definitely there as a Putin-supporting celebrity. 
Just listen. Putin's supporting celebrity, leader of MAGA. Holy cow, just how much gaslighting do you need to introduce your segment that a journalist is actually going to be doing journalism? This is absolutely ridiculous. Did she say MAGA five times? Yes. celebrating his visit. Independent journalist Tucker Carlson has flown to Russia from the U.S. via Turkey to Vinukova Airport. He saw Spartacus Ballet at the Bolshoi Theater, had lunch in a nice restaurant, went for a ride around town, rode the subway. He charged his smartphone via a USB port and connected to a fast and free Wi-Fi internet. Oh, no. Fast and free Wi-Fi. Oh, he charges no. you. But that, that, those are Russian state uh, television reporting on his like every yeah. single move. Uh, which oh, was, he charged uh, his phone. Yeah, he had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> there are people too. He went to the ballet. <laughs> this man is poo. <laughs> Whoa! No, he moved his bowels at this. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh goodness! It's embarrassing. Crazy. What do you guys think is going to be the response by the establishment here? Are they going to try to compromise him? Are they going to try to take him out? Are they going to ban him? Are they going to detain him at the border? What's next? What do you think is going to be happening from now on? Man, I'll tell you, if they they detain Tucker Carlson, it will be... Bad news. Yeah, is that the is that I the mean, straw that breaks the camel's back? I, like, I've is been, Tucker I, Carlson yeah. the catalyst that puts us over the top, where uh, Americans dude. come out of their house and like, we're done. I mean, I would not be surprised <laughs> if he gets detained at the border. Yeah. I got detained at the border a lot. It's not pleasant, and they have access to everything. They, they're like, okay, you're going to give us your phone, you're going to give us your cell phone, or you're not going to be let back into this country. We're going to go through every little thing. Um, I think, and, a, I and, think then, a, and then and then you're at the jeopardy of border control that could set you up that could put anything in, who, into your who into does your the product. Detaining? It's 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 the Department what of country? Homeland Security yeah, and, and, and Border yeah, Patrol. US DHS. Why uh, would America detain an American for coming back to their own home country? Did you just hear us this yeah. first time? <laughs> <laughs> just say that out loud one more time. You're like, oh, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, because he's over talking to our alleged because arch enemy. he's he's talking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I swear to you, that's all it takes. That's, uh, look what they did to look what they did to both Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. These people are evil, man. They'll do they'll do whatever. But I think I honestly I think because he's so unbelievably popular, they can't. And so for that reason alone, they're trying to get out in front of it. They're trying to discredit him. They're trying to you know paint the narrative. This is all MAGA, 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 yeah. MAGA. Yeah, I hate that they always say like that. The whole MAGA thing is such. I can't swear on YouTube, but you will in just two minutes. Yeah. In two, two minutes, minutes so you'll be able to question, let it all out. Here's my question before we go to all of the listeners. How long before they go after us type of people? Because I mean, once they get rid of Tucker Carlson, they get rid of all the big, 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 yeah, yeah. big dogs. You mean in terms of censorship or you mean they actually come after us after us? Oh yeah. No, come after yeah. people that are actually have Credible shows well, that people listen to. Look what look what happened to Alex. Look what happened to Owen right. Schroyer. Look what right. happened to Julian Assange. Look what happened to all these other individuals who dared to speak out, and then when they did, they faced the fullest brunt of the intelligentsia state, deep uh, state services that that imprisoned them, ruined their lives, or put them in jail in solitary confinement. So they did that for a lot less than what Tucker Carlson is doing. 
Yeah. So there's a lot at stake here. I think he's going to be detained. I think they're going to try to censor this story. I think they're going to try to ignore this story, but they won't be able to. And then their next move, I think, is going to be unpredictable. That's just my call. We're going to see what happens. We're going to be following this story very closely. As, of course, right now, I'm on TuckerCarlson.com refreshing the page every so often <laughs> waiting for this interview to drop as of course it's going to be free and on the top of their website coming soon tucker interviews russian president vladimir putin as of course a lot of people are saying hey tuck tuck make sure you uh, release this interview before you get on any other planes and uh i hope they do that i think they're smart i think they know what's going on so i think they will be doing that so just uh, shout out to, to Tucker Carlson for, for being a real one, for being an individual who's willing to risk it all. I mean, this guy has a lot of money. This guy could easily retire. He's, he's at the later stages of his life. He had his children, and he's still willing to risk it all to uh, essentially try to bring more peace towards the world and bring more information to light that could essentially save a lot of people's lives, especially all the young people in Europe that are sacrificing the most, especially all the young Ukrainian men and all the young Russian men who are losing their lives because of politicians, which is absolutely a deranged thought. Again, if, if you're an individual fighting for, for politicians, that is absolutely insane. Let the politicians fight it themselves. Lindsey Graham, uh, let's go. Let's go. You, you want a war? Let's go. Let's send you off to Iran right now. Let's see what you can do there, buddy. As, of course, that's the way these conflicts should be handled. They're not, but those are the conversations that I think are the most important. Those conversations will be, co will be continuing in a more uncensored way on rumble.com forward slash we are change rumble.com forward slash we are change is the website right now where of course we will be going off on and continuing this larger conversation on i'm trying to load the page right now there I've, might be i've got a lot to say that i haven't been able to say here so please transfer over to rumble so i can tell you the truth because i've been biting my tongue the whole time yeah, <laughs> for real conservative ant hilarious but but a lot of the stuff he's not able to say here on this particular <laughs> platform and we look forward to of course uh oh, no, him fully going off here clint make sure the rumble website works if it's not it's working, working. It, it is working double check clint because yeah. i'm having some problems with it it I'll could be right my now. browser we'll just make sure that we are going to be live as of course we're going to be taking callers from members of lukeunfiltered.com in about 30 minutes even the, even the app appears to be down yeah. it looks like there might be some problems so I think we're going to be continuing the conversation on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash uh, Luke, we are change and rumble. We're going to still be live on rumble, but rumble has, has gone through a lot of cyber attacks. Uh, a lot oh. of governments have tried to shut down rumble. Wonder why. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder why, but it, it does really look like rumble. I'm, I'm trying to load it right now. Uh, I think it's, it's down. Dude. It's, 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 it's oh. people are there though. Like if you've been on it, it's working, but then if you try to go now, it might not work. Is it down? Because the Tucker's about to down. drop it. Well, I think Could Tucker, do. I think Tucker might be using rumble infrastructure oh. for his website, Tucker Carlson. Com is of course a lot of people do this. Tim Pool does this. I do this. Rumble's infrastructure is one of the safeguards against all the other online digital infrastructure out there that, of course, is very censorious. Amazon, Google, Alphabet—they censor a lot of stuff. So yes, Rumble is down. So we won't be going to Rumble. Uh, now we have to make a decision call here. Do we continue the conversation on on YouTube? I think we might have to. 
Um, it's your, your call, brother. And I think we might do a special members-only broadcast for Rumble later yeah. that's going to be not friendly at all, <laughs> if you agree with that conservative aunt, uh if you're okay with that continuing to speak in innuendos like we're in some kind of technocratic digital gulag. Um, it, well, it's a not bunch fun. of people are saying Rumble is good like they're all in the chat saying like we're here I, but i think it's because they were already there yeah I, that's I what i'm that's my assumption i can't yeah. load it um i can't load it but it's good well. as long as it's still working for those that are there that means that it's at least being saved so that's yeah. good yeah. well we have a bunch of other platforms so yeah uh we're just going to uh, of course continue the conversation here on youtube and then do a kind of members only short half hour show where a conservative ant gets to be conservative ant and then fully kind of let loose and uh give us uh his full true and oh. honest <laughs> self well, let me let me say what i was going to say on rumble but say it as safely as possible just i'll just tell the, the audience look it up Look up Victoria Newland on Capitol Hill approximately a year ago. I believe she was under cross-examination by Marco Rubio, where she acknowledges that there are facilities in Ukraine working on things that I can't talk about. But when you consider that there's there's this unbelievable like do-or-die mentality, if you've looked at the the uh, not just the Democrats but also some GOP politicians that have been tweeting out like. This is our time. Like if if Ukraine falls, you know, it's over. The entire world order crumbles. These people have an existential risk or an existential desire to defend Ukraine to the end of the earth. And you really need to ask yourself why. And I think it, once you watch that Victoria Newland interview with uh, with Marco Rubio, you'll understand exactly why. Mm. And that's so that's as clear as I can say it while we're still here. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think we're going to be here for uh, the. F Some people are saying it might just be Florida that Rumble is down. Some people it is working. Uh, again, it's not working for me. I, I tried multiple browsers right now. Me too. And uh, none of it mm. uh, opened up. But we are getting some Rumble Rumble rants as well. We got one from Jaywick three thousand saying Rumble app is alive and well. Luke, please forward this special number to Mister Pool one eight hundred Gambler. What's your take on the border chaos? Yes, Steph. What's your take on the border chaos? Oh, we can't go there because Steph talks too much. <laughs> yeah, we can. You can totally go there. They're, they're, they're paying money to get your opinion. You have to. You have to tell them. Yeah, they're 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 showering you with. Uh, These with, are our with, customers. I'm being paid to push buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you have a microphone. <laughs> we got another rumble rant by Bill Dozer seventy four saying. So how about that? Mentally defunct jury in Michigan, again, family-friendly show here, finding Crumbly's mother guilty of involuntary manslaughter today. The absolute state of the system is driving me towards anarchy, to be honest. I haven't heard about yeah, what's, Crumbly's what's, yeah, mother. Who's crum case. Crumbly? I have no idea who Crumbly I don't, I don't know. is or what that situation is. But I like that you're being driven towards anarchy. Welcome, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, this is the way. You, the this Tucker is the thing's going to put them over the edge. Yeah, dude. It yeah. should. It should. I yeah. mean, yeah. We're, we're living under such overt corruption, it's really jaw-dropping. And this is coming from a lifetime libertarian who could not believe how corrupt things were just in the war on terror, the 01 through 09 period yeah. with the with the bailouts of the you know the banking industry. It's like it was so corrupt when I was growing up, and now it's just like in your face. Like yeah. they just are trying to destroy everything. I will say something about the border. Can I say something about yeah, the border? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so this is where people need to re Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever you want to, whatever you want to be. I, d I don't care. You should see the corruption 
when you are living in a city where you can't send your kids to school because they are putting my, I'm sorry, illegals in the school. So now you're stuck at home and your kids can't go to their high school because they have to put illegals in there and then give them money while you're broke. Okay. So if you don't, if that doesn't make you mad and the Tucker thing makes you mad, maybe reverse back to the first yeah, thing. Yeah, maybe your priorities are straight real quick. There. Reverse, reverse. Let's let's go back to the border real quick. Okay. <laughs> it, it is. It's it's wild. I mean, but it's like the foreign policy stuff is existential too. Then you have the U.S. dollar stuff that's existential. Then you have the fact that you know kids kids can't even go to their public schools. It's like. It just feels like everything's crumbling. I, I'm sorry, that's what it feels like. I, and I think it's it's deliberate. I, I I think it's 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 supposed to be crumbling. I think I think the people in charge want it to crumble. They want it to get worse because if you look at every single action that they're taking, especially when it comes to censoring people, destroying people's ability to talk to each other to find out what's really going on here, what other conclusion can you come to other than? They're deliberately trying to destroy the United States from from within, from inside. And I think that's exactly what is happening here. There's there's no freaking denying it. And we're essentially being ruled by sociopaths that like to go on private islands with little babies on them and do unspeakable, horrible stuff that uh, is absolutely sick and disgusting. Those are the individuals that are telling you how to live your life. Those are the individuals taking 30% of your paycheck and then giving it off to, of course, their buddies that fly with them on those private jets to those private islands doing those horrible and speakable <laughs> things that they yeah. will never be held accountable for, which is just it's, absolutely and infuriating. I think, and I think that people, I, tax season is here, and I think some people are really starting to realize that they're having to owe money. We're like, wait a minute. I owe you money. What can I? Am I you? Can I be Ukraine? (laughs) What is going on here? Where's the guy in the green hoodie? I I want money too. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, and I think Gen Z is waking up a little bit too because now they're like, "What do you mean my rent just went up another six hundred (laughs) and fifty dollars? I was barely making it on ramen and paying my rent." last year and so it's just getting worse and worse and worse and uh i really i really do hope that the thing that can unite us is being fed up with 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 all the government i would hope man it's like it's like we're we're risking potential world war while also risking a global depression and and you already have such cultural divide because they've you know they've pitted us against us based off our sexuality our race everything else and it's like like just just 15 years ago like that all those issues were so minimal uh compared to how they feel today it's really it's really startling how much the shift has happened but i agree with you that like if there's if there's one thing that we ought to unify around it should be our exasperation yeah so it looks like rumble is working we're going to go over to rumble uh we're going to be taking we're on the front page of, of rumble we're on their picks whoop, whoop. page so go. we're going to be leaving it's right my now meme, my mad face uh, yeah <laughs> it's getting it's it's getting all the, the boys in the yard uh, oh it's <laughs> that kind of song I, 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 I didn't know that i, I have some very interesting comments that I can't read here on on, on, on YouTube oh, that I really want to read on, on Rumble. So we're going to be leaving Twitter. We're going to be leaving Kick. We're going to be leaving Facebook. We're going to be leaving YouTube. Predominantly, we are now going to be having that conversation on Rumble.com. 
Go on there. We're on the front page. We're next to Tucker Carlson and his <laughs> Zin that, by the way, is filled with aspartame. I, I told Tucker about this. I was like, Bad. dude, what are you doing? Why are you taking aspartame? He's, uh, he, he changed that up a lot. Lots of things that we're going to be talking about all on rumble.com forward slash we are changed. Go there right now if you haven't. And uh, the conversation definitely is going to get a lot spicier. There's 5,000 people over uh, there right now. Let's Let's go conservative uh, for the YouTube audience and the Twitter audience and the Facebook audience and the kick audience. Where can people find out more information about you before we switch over and actually have a platform that allows free speech conservative ants on all platforms. It's super easy to find me everywhere. Um, I know some people don't do tw- uh, TikTok, but I was big on TikTok. And then I got taken down and I'm still on TikTok. So conservative ant everywhere. You can find me very easily at Liberty Lockpot on X. If you want to support my work, you can subscribe to me there. I'll follow you back. And uh, Liberty Lockdowns, the show, got a new episode dropping tonight with Chris Martinson. That is an absolute jaw-dropping interview, but it will only be on Rumble. I cannot put it on YouTube. There's absolutely no way. But just trust me when I tell you, you don't want to miss it. Subscribe to Liberty Lockdown. And uh, yeah. Tower Gang too, but don't subscribe to that. Yeah, we're working on getting Chris Martinson here in studio and to stay with us and to set up a, a permaculture sustainable Heck little yeah. uh, farm here on uh, this uh, the best political show residence. So we're gonna do. I think we're going to be doing uh, a, a knowledge exchange with, with Chris Martinson. We already talked about this. We just got to set up a date. He's gonna come here. He's gonna stay with us. He's gonna teach us how to do permaculture and how to grow our own stuff. We're gonna teach him live streaming and rumble stuff. So, uh, Chris, uh, I, I disagree with some of his ideas, especially when it comes to peak oil. But overall, incredible guy, super smart, and I'm super excited yeah, to be uh, sharing more information with him and, and maybe even potentially uh, debating uh, Steph. Not debating Steph. Steph loves permaculture. I'm excited for this guy to come too. Steph, we are changed. You can find me on Instagram or on X at StephWRC. All right. I am now officially logging off of all these. Bye bye, digital- YT. I have Did- never seen comments like this. In yeah, any these other are. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. These are the, uh, the, the one comment. That People I, are yeah. gross. The, the what one, they no, the, I can't read it. One of the comments was, uh, uh, you Polish big nose fuck, get the fuck <laughs> over that. to Rumble now. I saw that comment. I was like, okay, now it's working. Yes, are we on I'll, Rumble I'll now? Do. Now we are on Rumble. Oh. Event, feel free to go off. Oh, yeah. Uh, Faggot flaming queen. Um, <laughs> apparently, this is a good one. I have a dildo in my ass, and one of you guys are controlling it, and it got turned up. That was a good time. Couldn't say anything on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I've just never... This is great. I love being a faggot queen. Our, our audience so, is fucking wild. So. You, Holy you, took, you, took, you took Clint's spot today. Yeah, uh, no, I usually sit on the dildo. <laughs> oh, really? He usually yeah, sits yeah, on, yeah. The, on the butt plug. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 no. yeah, yeah. Well, so. I cleaned it before, at least. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, it comes with the chair, as of course I had a video lined up for uh, the beginning of this segment, and uh, this is it. And I'm absolutely throwing my support behind Nikki Haley. In fact, I'd even give her a free mustache ride. 
Hop on, Nikki. The train's leaving the station. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. <laughs> choo, choo. Damn right. That's John Bolton there with a deep fake saying that he's going to give a mustache ride to Nikki Haley that probably isn't really happy about Tucker Carlson going out and giving the American people a perspective that they can't get anywhere else. We also have uh, some rumble rants that we're going to be reading and going off on. We got one from Jaywick3000 again saying, Clint, I need a legal way to file under my taxes at least 0.00. 0.0001% of all the bullshit expenses the U.S. government sends abroad. Every fucking year I owe the IRS. Fuck them. So, uh, Clint, I don't know if you have any kind of uh, uh, financial or legal advice. I'm, I'm, not, a ta- I'm not a tax accountant, but uh, let me just say tax evasion is based as fuck. Um, <laughs> Crash Bandit gave another... Steph, your job is to push the buttons. Push the buttons. Clint, don't Crash... say that. <laughs> we're on Rumble. We can say what the fu- frick we want. Uh, we got another Rumble rep by Crash Bandit saying, I live in Washington. My wife worked for the school for eight years, and the state fired her for saying no to the poke. Then they denied her unemployment, and I just read Washington gave $350 million to illegals clown show yes uh what happened with the vaccine was absolutely fucking criminal from all sides of the aisle whether it was the republicans or the democrats it was just absolute pure evil that was brought on the american people through big pharma that used the american people as freaking guinea pigs the vaccine is one issue that we can't really talk about on youtube but fucking hell whenever i get a chance and opportunity to talk about it i don't know if you get into it oh but but that's an issue that's fucking important and i think this is why rfk jr is getting so much support as he is because he's one of the few people even though he's flip-flopping saying some weird stuff about israel he's still one of the few people that that actually dares to call it out and 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 good on him for actually being a ballsy brave motherfucker willing to go up against big pharma yes yeah uh, the whole covid situation this vaccine situation pissed me off so much over this last however many four or five years that we've oh, been the vaccine with was about shit, three years ago three yeah. years ago and if i have one more overweight like morbidly obese person with a mask breathing heavily telling me it's for my health i'm going to fucking lose it at a grocery store so i i moderated a uh, presidential debate for the libertarian party in georgia last weekend and and i was asking the the uh you know the candidates well, like what their experience was with COVID, whether or not they got the vaccine, did they, did they change their opinion after getting it? If they did, like I wasn't trying to shame anybody, but someone in the audience uh, shouts out, like everybody else is like totally riveted because this is the first time that these candidates have been asked this question. They all want to know the answer. But someone in the audience yells out, shut the fuck up about the vaccine. <laughs> and, I, and I turn around and I shit you not, it's just like 400 pound dude with a mask on. Oh, and, no. and I was like, oh, there's still still one of you in the libertarian community. Cool. Um, it's just sad, man. It broke, it broke the lone brains. survivor. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just sad what it did to people's brains. It really like... I, there's sad a huge what pers- it did to people's hearts. Well, that's that, the that real too. fucking yeah, tragedy. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It, but I'm just saying, like, even if your heart's fine... I, I still feel as if like it traumatized everybody. Like what we went through was absolutely it, brutal. It was mass psychosis. Yeah. On, and people don't on want to another, talk about it. On, on another level. It, it, this is one thing I have a question for you because I, this drives me fucking nuts about Trump is that he still, even though his his fans will like during, in his audience, they'll boo him whenever he brings up the vaccine. But he still, when he goes on corporate media, he says, you know, we've saved who knows hundreds 10, of millions of 10, lives, 20, 50 million lives. I got boosted. You should too. How do you balance that? Yeah, I look, I, I hear this. And the only thing I can say is if he didn't do anything about it, 
Like if he didn't come out like Operation Warp Speed and he didn't mm-hmm. come out with the vaccine, he wouldn't. He would have gotten fucking crucified too. Yeah. So either way, he would have gotten. But but, but no, what, no, 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 what would have no, no, been no. better though? Who would he have been he cru- crucified sure, from? He, he made sure to fast track everything, so he didn't need to do that. He didn't need to give them blanket immunity. He didn't yeah. need not to record the the incidences of death and injury. He didn't need to do all that. He could have said, "Hey, we're gonna rush it," but if it, if you really believe this is a good product, have some liability behind it, Big Pharma. Have, mm-hmm. You know. And, and and that would have been a fair thing, or 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 at least at least the bare minimum could have he could have been like, okay, guys, we're fast tracking this. Uh, we, we at least are going to track who gets injured, who gets sick, who dies from this, and we're going to federally compensate them. At least, if you're going to be be that level of of interventionalist, at least have the people. Didn't back. he have a team though that was supposed to get all this shit together? I mean, well, yeah, Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. look at what happened. The guy, <laughs> Fauci, all fucking people. Yeah, yeah well, the guy put, is a he fucking put, crook. He put Pence in charge of of the oh, response, Pence. and then and then he put Fauci and Burks and these other people. But the 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 critique that those that aren't yeah, big Trump it. supporters is that like, dude, you were fucking in there until January. By that point, we already knew that that Fauci had lied through his teeth the entire time, and and still he doesn't fire him. In fact, he gives him a medal of commendation. It's just it's perplexing. Yeah. He, well, he, he wanted to make Bill Gates I, I won't his deny science that. advisor. I, I will agree with you yeah. on yeah. that one. It's weird, that, right? It's, yeah, it, it, it is very weird and strange. I agree, and it's something that I still think about too. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah. like when, when Tucker Carlson interviewed Trump. He didn't ask him about it, and it's like this is this is my one concern about Tucker. He's like, will he? I don't want him to go over and talk to Putin and give him a softball interview. I want him to actually push him. I want yeah. him to actually. And, and you know, the, here's the value in in actually doing this interview because it'll be watched by tens of millions of people, assuming that Elon Musk holds up his end of the bargain and doesn't delete it from X, mm. which I I think he will not delete it. So that's good. But the the reason that there's so much value in this. Imagine that Tucker actually gets Vladimir Putin to state his objective and and say, I have no interest in going against Poland or NATO or anywhere else. We just wanted to basically stop the civil war that was happening in Ukraine. We want to defend the Russian speakers and we wanted to have our military base in Crimea. And then then this is why it's important. Once you have him on record, if he actually goes forward and starts to invade other nations well then his whole narrative falls apart he can't look like the like the good guy that's defending his people anymore then he looks like the the hitler that he's been portrayed as so i think that's there's value in that it holds him accountable and and he wouldn't do it unless you know he wasn't worried about it so that's to me feels like some good news well uh, well, another person who uh, criticized the vaccine was gina carano as of course she is in the news right now as it has just been announced that she is going to be suing Disney mm. with Elon Musk. Nerd Roddick just made this post on social media saying Disney fucked around. Welcome to the find out part of this story with this headline article from The Hollywood Reporter detailing that she is going to be suing over the Mandalorian firing of her as she also was the one that criticized mail-in voting. She criticized the COVID-19 vaccine. She made a post uh, on, on Instagram that said, quote, sure, I'll take the vaccine, just mail it to me. My health and safety are too important to show up in person. Just like the mail-in voting, you know, safe, secure, and honest. So just mail it to me, and I'll give myself the shot and send the paperwork back saying I'm vaccinated, you all trust. And a very good post uh, that I think was important for a lot of people to see. She, of course, was targeted for saying a lot of different stuff that was deemed controversial. It wasn't controversial. Looking back at it, it was honest. It was truthful. 
It was constructive criticism. It was a way of addressing a lot of the serious concerns that were on the minds of the American people, but the establishment really didn't want you freaking talking about. Yep. So shouts out to Gina Carano I, for being right here. She was fired unfairly. Now she's suing with Elon Musk as she just released a statement on Twitter. It's a very big statement. I'll just read uh, one little portion of it. She said, today is an important day for me. I am filing a lawsuit against Lucasfilms and Disney. After my 20 years of building a career from scratch and during the regime of former Disney CEO Bob Chappick, Lucasfilms made this statement on Twitter, terminating me from The Mandalorian. Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilms, and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nether, uh, nevertheless, ne- ne- nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. And uh, that's bullshit because I don't think they were abhorrent. I don't think they were unacceptable. I think they uh, pushed the discourse, which I think was absolutely critically freaking important. And for her <laughs> to be targeted, for her to lose her job, for her to be screwed over... Well, she might have some restitution now in a court of law. Let's just hope she's suing in places like Texas or Florida and not places like Washington, D.C. and New York. No shit. Mm-hmm. Well, if I recall correctly, the she shared a meme, I think, that like that was what set off the firestorm. And the meme was correlating uh, the treatment of the Jewish people under the Nazis to what was happening to the unvaccinated. And if you actually look back at it, it's not a fucking bad comparison. <laughs> Granted, we weren't put in internment camps or, or concentration camps or anything like that. Unless but we lived in Australia or where Canada. people were imprisoned mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, no, no, mainly mainly Australia. They, yeah, they Australia had a freaking, was the They had a freaking camp that they put people in. Oh, that, Allie Cortez wanted that to happen. Yep. yep. She wanted who, well, who's, maybe who's re-education camp. Who, who is that? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, Allie, uh, the bartender. You know uh, the bartender. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like it. You yeah. take the don't give her any respect. Ali <laughs> Cortez, the bartender. <laughs> I'm sure she was fun as a bartender, though. She is a smoke show. I'm sorry, I gotta say. It. I mean, I, 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 you can't relate. You don't understand. Hey, I think women are hot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Clint doesn't. <laughs> you know nothing about me. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm, I'm grateful that uh, it, it seems that Elon may even foot the bill for it because he has said before that if people get fired for this shit, that he, he wants to help people out. I hope that's true. Uh, big, big props to Elon. The the pressure that he's going to receive, especially if this interview between Tucker and Putin is is as uh, much of a deep dive as we all hope it will be. If he actually leaves that up, he is putting he Elon is once again putting himself in the line of fire when it comes to the the censorship and the and the federal government overreach. So. It's brave, man. It's there, but this is what we need. We need a lot of, a lot of like rich people. Tucker's rich. Yeah. Elon's rich. Like if you're fucking rich, stand the fuck up. Like no excuses. Let's go. One hundred percent agreed. And, and not enough people to freaking do that. There's there's so many uh, you know billionaires out, out there. There's so many millionaires out there. It's like we, we, this is this is a, a battle of life or death. This is a battle b- b- between the forces mm-hmm. of good and satanic pedophiles that are literally trying to create World War Three, right? You would think now would be the time more than ever to get active, to get engaged, to get involved here. And uh, sadly, a lot of people are, are doing other things like uh, the, the the Olympics on, on steroids. I don't know if you heard that story yeah, Peter from, Thiel. from Peter Thiel. What he's, the fuck is that? He's, he's going to be doing <laughs> essentially medical scientific studies, but portrayed as the Olympics with, with participants being on steroids. I mean, <laughs> there, there, there was a video with the dude that said he, he, he beat Usain Bolt's record for the hundred yard dash. I'm like, I'm like, if that's true, I want to see it. But like, still, uh, I totally agree with Luke. 
If you're a fucking billionaire, the world is like falling to Marxist global totalitarianism. Why are you not getting involved? Like, this is why I'm so appreciative of Elon, even though people are worried about his fucking transhumanist brain chip shit. And like, maybe he's ultimately a that danger to us too, but at least we're allowed to speak freely Question on a single everything. platform. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jaywick3000 on Rumble said, I work for one of the, uh, Musk's companies. They mandated to take the jab or get canned. As much as I respect the boss, I'm disappointed he didn't step in and tell HR to go fuck themselves, fuck the jab. That's a Rumble rat well, from... Jay Wick and I can I, clarify. Didn't, didn't Elon take the the vaccine? I think he did, but yeah. the the main reason that he wouldn't have interjected is because any any uh, company with more than a hundred employees that had any contracts with the federal government would have had to uh, do so under Biden's mandate. So that's well, I agree with you. Elon should have stood up for you. It was at the time the law. Mm. So. We got a number. Uh, we got a, another rumble rant by O. Okay, saying the reason why Trump was weird with Fauci was because Fauci is an Israeli plant, and he was told not to fuck with him. I don't know if that's been uh, verified, <laughs> but I think it's fair to say that uh, he was more of a CIA um, yeah. uh, participant, especially with Echo Health Alliance, it's a fun one to go especially with, with Peter Daszak, especially with their larger like gain of function work that he personally rubber stamped, and allegedly, according to the official story, didn't know what he was rubber stamping, what he was proving which uh doesn't really make sense as the guy really is behind a lot of unethical really <laughs> fucked up experiments he tortured beagles for fucking fun this guy's fucking evil on another fucking levels and uh, uh truly the level of deprived horrible behavior that the government is capable of i think a lot of people don't realize even that. even on rumble i still can't say what i want to see done to anthony fauci <laughs> yeah me <laughs> i still have to bite my tongue uh yeah look it, it, we've just lived under such such a corrupt era and i feel like like there, the exasperation is is palpable. Like people are absolutely furious. I think when like the the final straw for most Republicans was when they saw the the border bill was sending a hundred billion to the rest of the world and other borders and not to ours. And I was like, oh yeah, they're finally getting it. And what's really remarkable is to see someone like that fucking scumbag I match I patch McCain. Uh, what's his name? Dan, whatever. Crenshaw. Fucking, yeah, Crenshaw. Fucking and, loser. And, yeah, and he's like, he's like, oh, a lot of people claim to have read 200 pages and they're already upset about shit they don't understand. And then people are like responding with fucking the pages from the bill just over yeah. and over again. Like, bitch, we see you. We see exactly what you're doing. <laughs> These guys are such scumbags, man. It's unbelievable. Oh my God. It Elon really Musk just tweeted a couple of minutes ago oh, that an anonymous source just sent him this quote. Uh, Disney document that highlights how it is, quote, implementing mandatory institutionalized racism and sexism. And this is the Disney Entertainment Content Inclusion Standards. And, of course, it is rainbow-colored because why wouldn't it be? As they talk about how 50% or more of the characters uh, have to come from underrepresented groups. What the fuck does that mean, what underrepresented the- groups? Are, are we talking about... Polish people? I don't see you guys are underrepresented. Yeah, yeah. The Polacks. There's like 60 sure. million Polacks all over the fucking world. Where's our motherfucking representation, assholes? Where's my fucking Pinocchio movie? I could fucking fill in for that really well. All right, I fucking got that role. It's, it's the role he was oh, born to play. Man. Yeah, give him, oh give him the but. cast him immediately. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is, I know people get upset that we talk about it so much, but it's like, yo, DEI is a really big deal. Like, it, it's institute, like, when, when people talk about, you, a lot of the woke people will constantly talk about institutionalized racism. It's like, bitch, you live under it right now. It's called DEI. 
but it just happens to be against totally inverted racism. So it's like now all the straight white dudes got to fucking go find a job. But keep in mind, too, straight black dudes, straight Mexican dudes, you ain't getting hooked up by DEI either. <laughs> and neither are Asian people broadly. It is just like fucking Eskimos and shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Straight black, <laughs> straight black guys are, are the new white guys, according yep. to, of course, the woke tards out there and the leftist mind virus that literally is speaking out against them. But this document, again, highlights... Their, their standards, their, their on-screen representation, as they literally say in these documents, if this is true or not, I don't know, Elon Musk just tweeted it, it hasn't been independently verified, but this is a document, it looks like it's real, it looks like it's really their inclusion standards detailing how at least three of the following five areas need to be met to fulfill standard A, and then, then they, of course they have standard B, standard C, standard D, showing specifically how people need to be in specific positions of power and representation, not based on their merit, not based on their skills, not based on who they are or, or their, their tenure, but because of the way that they look or the way that they were born. That's racist as fuck, that's discriminatory as fuck, and, and leading towards a, a situation that a lot of people are, of course, going to be questioning why the fuck are you, or why the fuck what the fuck is this happening? The individual who of course gets pushed up front is also going to be questioned. It's unfair to everyone and it's this kind of new Chinese cultural Marxist ideology that is really regressive and essentially just bringing us back to where we came from previously beforehand as of course now it's trendy to hate on uh, the white people which well, think, is think, ridiculous. Think about how flawed the thesis is that like the only way we can get over racism is to be racist. It's like, okay, well, yeah. your your premise is flawed from jump, so obviously I'm going to dismiss everything else you say. But there's fucking t millions of white liberals in this country that look at Ibram X. Kennedy like he's a fucking prophet. And literally all he's doing is repackaging KKK marketing material, but just replacing black with white. <laughs> he's a fucking scumbag. He's a total racist asshole. Why, why am I not allowed to say it? Yeah, what, Even getting you a racist piece of shit. White liberals are the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. What what Lindsey Graham did, not Lindsey Graham, excuse me, uh, James Lindsey, what he did, um, essentially turning in a, a term paper and rewriting Mein Kampf, but against white males and replacing uh, Jews with white males was just absolutely brilliant and hilarious. Published. As, of course, major scholarly papers are like, yeah, that sounds great. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then he talked about fucking uh, rape culture in the dog parks. And they published it. They, uh, I mean, there is just no actual intelligence that's ha happening in academia under this fucking woke mind virus. And people need to stop sending their kids there until it's totally purged. Yes. Seriously. Your kids are going to come out hating you and hating themselves, chopping off their dicks and their tits and fucking yeah. being suicidal and shit. Like, it, there's no it's, mystery it's as to why this is. It's child abuse. Zipper, it's literally it's fucking child abuse. Uh, yeah, excuse zipper me. Tits. Sorry, zipper tits. Yeah. Correct. Zipper tits? What are zipper tits? I've never heard that word. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm throwing it out there all the time now. <laughs> zipper tits. It's the, the trans tits. What's, once you chop zipper off the titties, tits. it looks it like It looks zippers. like a zipper. Hello, zipper tits. It's terrible. Oh, God. Horrible. Yeah, the images and photos that come out on Twitter. It's one of the few places that we actually get to see a lot of this stuff. Absolutely I don't like fucking I horrific. Watch, I can't look at it. And, I think it's absolutely and, uh, mental disorder. And, and many times it's just uh, on, on your social media platform. And, and I think, Chris, you know, it's very difficult to kind of look at. It's very difficult to, to see. But uh, when you do see, you kind of do see the horror that they're trying to kind of normalize there. And it's and it's absolutely terrifying. We're going to be taking callers now from uh, members of LukeUnfiltered.com. Uh, we got Chris Baker on the line. Chris, if you want to turn on your video, feel free to turn on on your video you are live with us feel free to ask us whatever question you want to ask us and unmute 
Hey, Luke, uh, it's been interesting hearing you guys talk about all this stuff. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we should remember that it was initially the right wing who promoted the who promoted scaremongering because they wanted to demonize China. I think that's why Tucker doesn't want to bring it up because he doesn't want to. Because Tucker was a part of this, too. But, you know, uh, I can remember, you know, like Ezra, Ezra Levant of Rebel News complaining, Trudeau hasn't shut down flights from China yet. It's like, well, why, you know. Just the left took the scaremongering and took it to a more extreme area that we weren't expecting him to do. So that's the only thing I'll say. Uh, my video is not working, by the way. But yeah, no so worries. Yeah, you don't I, have to. You don't have to turn on your video if you don't want to turn no. on your video. And I still remember no. there was even a, a situation where Tucker Carlson actually went to Donald Trump during the beginning days of COVID and told Donald Trump to take COVID seriously as there were some inklings that Donald Trump wasn't taking it serious enough. But again, uh, during that, that, that time, a lot of people were believing that this was a bioweapon that was deliberately released, and a lot of people wanted to take it seriously with state powers. Um, and a lot was still basically unknown here, as, of course, there was a massive cover-up effort by the intelligence agencies, by the way, that were covering up their own fingerprints and creating a bioweapon that was deliberately released, according to my own personal opinion, and research and perspective on the general public as a form of a depopulation agenda. Uh, so, um, Chris, do you have any specific questions uh, you want to ask us while you're still here with us? Uh, well, you know, I, you know, I mean, what's what? I mean, you know, what does this say for journalism in general? If if we're going to, you know, harass journalists who go, you know, talk to people in foreign countries, you know, and you know, I also remember too. What if you're an American and you enter the country illegally? I know, I know, Adam Kokesh used to brag about doing that. What what can they do to you? I mean, you just didn't stop at the border, but you still. I mean, they can't throw you out of the country because you're a citizen, right? Good question. I think James O'Keefe um, also was hopping across the border, just walking through it a couple of years ago. And then he described how now every time he flies, he gets stopped and flagged and detained and questioned every time he uh, gets on an airplane. I think I think recently that stopped, but he did release a video and I think Kokesh did too, uh, highlighting just how easy it is to walk across the border without anyone stopping you, without anyone doing anything about it. Yeah. And now with the federal government going after Texas for trying to stop people from, from just walking into this country... That's just absolutely freaking crazy. I think it was maybe even Owen Schroyer, or was it even James O'Keefe? People will will uh, remind me in the chat room. Uh, they they put on an Osama bin Laden mask and were literally walking to Mexico to the United States, United <laughs> States to Mexico, Mexico to the United States, in a very viral video that, of course, ended uh, them to be um, you know checked by security everywhere they went. But uh, do you guys yeah. have any comments uh, specifically for this? Yeah, I mean, I think that well, the... Well, you know... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Con Oh, I was just going to say... Yeah, well... I <laughs> yeah, go ahead, this is why ahead, we don't yeah. do we don't do interviews uh yeah. we only do in-person interviews uh yeah. because uh, just just being able to uh talk to each other the energy is so much different but but the, the interruptions are, the, are something to the do latency. with clint's gonna go first and then chris we're gonna go for you for closing comments yeah. Clint, go ahead yeah the latency is a problem but um yeah the the only point i wanted to make is that it's really important that people realize that all of these fears about what might, what might happen to tucker carlson Try and extrapolate that and don't don't just focus on this singular 
person, this persona, this interview, this moment, but realize that this has been the pressure that's being that's been applied to journalists behind the scenes for a very, very long time now. You, his one of his questions was, "What does this say about the journalist, you know, journalism industry or whatever?" Well, what it tells you is that it's fucking dead. That there's like a handful, like literally a handful of real journalists left, and this is why I think it's so important that we support them financially because. If you want any truth, you're going like the only pathway is to be independent. Yeah, supporting independent media, I think it's more crucial and important than ever since they're the last few individuals willing to stand up for a larger conversation, a larger conversation that's for the best interest, for the best benefit of the American people. So, um, and you're doing that, Chris, by becoming a member of LukeUnfiltered.com and calling in, and we we definitely appreciate you. What's your last kind of closing thoughts? Here? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's a, that, that's why I'm still an open borders person. They're going to use this stuff against Americans and other people like that, not just against the illegals, but, you know, uh, cer- certainly we, and certainly we got to acknowledge what they did to Gonzalo Lira and, you know, check out the Fountainhead Forum. We got, I got 31 interviews with Javier Mille so far. So you guys are doing great work. Keep it up, Luke. You're, you're out, you're, you're, you got guts. Chris, thank you so much for uh, being a member of LukeUnfiltered.com. Thank you so much for yeah. calling in. It's always an, an awesome pleasure and joy to just be joined by by people who support your network. And again, you guys could do that right now just by signing up to LukeUnfiltered.com for less than $8 a month. We're going to put the link down in the comment section down below. As of course, we are nearly 6,000 viewers on Rumble. So shouts out to everyone on Rumble, a platform that stands behind creators, a platform that is viciously attacked all the time and where we are investing a lot of our time and effort in since of course these guys actually stand behind greater ideas and principles that a lot of other people are afraid of doing again the uk government literally went to them and said hey russell brand cut him off take away his money rumble said fuck off we're not going to do that bullshit here so shouts out to rumble and uh, shouts out to all of you amazing human beings joining us here for this incredible conversation sharing this broadcast with your friends and family members doing watch parties tomorrow we're going to have joey b tunes on 6 p.m eastern we're going to have a lot of very interesting guests coming up some of them uh, a little bit more uh, controversial than others here on this particular broadcast as of course these conversations are more important than ever and sadly we're not getting them anywhere else so uh definitely definitely thank you for all the people signing up calling in and uh being a part of this conversation as of course there's a lot of other absurdity out there just like this very voluptuous woman of color girl boss describing how now virginity is a completely made up concept this is according to a new video (laughs) released by Plant Parenthood that is intended for middle schoolers. Yes, this is the video that is being shared to middle schoolers from Planned Parenthood, an organization set up by Margaret Sanger, a eugenicist that wanted to kill off as many people as she could and adored Hitler. But yeah, there's that. We could say Hitler now. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. Here's this. (laughs) Here's this fat, clumps-like looking... Oh. <laughs> what is it? And what's the big deal about losing it? Let me cut to the chase. Virginity is a completely made up concept. It's a term that was created simply to control and shame people, mainly women. Said every slut ever. A virgin yeah. is someone who's never had <laughs> sex. Seriously. But it's not as simple as it seems. 
For one thing, medically, virginity isn't a real thing. In some cultures, people place a lot of importance on the hymen, a thin, fleshy tissue located at the opening of your vagina as a marker of virginity. But the status of your hymen doesn't actually mean anything. That's because having penis and vagina sex is not the only way a hymen can stretch open. It can happen by putting something in your vagina like a tampon or a finger, <laughs> riding a bike, or doing sports. So you can't tell if someone's had sex by the way their hymen looks or feels. If you Clint, really does stupid. your vagina open when you ride a bike? <laughs> Give us more details about the hymen Tell me more here. about the bike and the vagina thing. <laughs> but, but no, this is this is a, a real video that's being shared around social media right now that I think is a, a, a little bit um, inappropriate. Someone in the Rumble chat just said would. This is literally the clumps lady. This is literally Eddie Murphy in like a like fat suit. Uh, it sounds like a voiceover. Like it doesn't sound like it's that person's voice at all. Another yeah, reason yeah, it does sound it does sound pretty weird. But to fucking <laughs> hell, this is this is the level, and I, I think this could be an interesting conversation because where do you kind of draw the lines? Because you know, children are kind of raised in an ever so confusing world. They're inundated with online kind of pornography. There's a lot of debauchery all around them. Where's the kind of silver lining? Where's the line that we draw here? How do we address this larger problem while respecting people's own individual personalities and differences, but at the same time making sure that they're not hindered or hurt? It's not an easy balance. I like. This is this is the the conflict or the uh, you know the struggle that libertarians go through all the time is that we don't really want to dictate how other people raise their kids. We don't want to have any like that should be your own decision. The problem is that sure I can homeschool my kids. I can keep my kids off the internet. I can prevent them from having a cell phone. It doesn't change the fact that ninety nine point five percent of people are gonna hand their kids fucking cell phones when they're ten years old and they're gonna come out you know, being totally crazy people. And then you have to live under that civilization with a bunch of lunatics. And it's like, it's tough, man. It's tough. I, I think it's, it's a very like the, the advent and the uh, increase in the utilization of, of, you know, technology and social media. It's just, we're evolutionarily not equipped to, to adapt as fast as this is all happening. And then you look at these fucking Apple glasses and, I, and I'm just thinking to myself, like these people are just, they've given up on life entirely at mm -hmm. this point. Or, or, or they're living their best life. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched this video. This dude's watching three TikToks simultaneously. He's got one here, here, and here. And he's like, so when I get bored of this one, I look over here, and then this one starts Why? playing. I look over here. It's like, it's like it's motherfucking TikTok, bro. It's like 10-second video. You yeah. can't just scroll. You can't just fucking pay attention for 10 seconds. Like, people's attention span. Like, I honestly think it's going to, like, we're going to find out that, that those Apple goggles make people legitimately insane. Yeah. Like, I really believe that. Here's the, oh, sorry. I mean, imagine how many people will use it for pornography. What, like, oh, yeah. Watching pay, uh, pornography all over them, because uh, and and then imagine how many people will use it to take photos of people when they're not suspecting it, and then use AI Ooh, oh, technology in order to take off their clothes in real time, and then maybe even airdrop it to them. As I've seen a viral post describing someone who, of course, will be using them for kind of sinister purposes here, but but obviously, just like any kind of technology, I think it's always up to the user to decide how to use them. There's there's amazing things that could be done with this, but there's also a lot of horrible things. And I had this conversation with. Tucker Carlson uh, when we were doing the Timcast show and we were saying is technology uh, uh, especially when it comes to the internet especially when it comes to the social media that is out there is it a net positive or a net negative 
And I think it's fair to say overwhelmingly a net negative. Overwhelmingly, if you look at the way of life, if you look at people's mental health and physical health, it has gone down dramatically. Some people say because of social media, because of this agenda to push people to be in certain groups and certain kind of ideologies and certain kind of gendered ideology, woke nonsense, and essentially destroyed and robbed a lot of people's youth that 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 used to be very fun, used to be very glorious. I remember going out as, as a young child, no cell phone in sight, going on bike. And, and 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 exploring areas and and actually being outside and playing sports a lot of young kids don't have that a lot of young kids are just literally no, like do. this they or they're just glued it. to their choice. faces i'm surprised that you would say that because it's like hard to just go back to like the luddite ways where we don't have technology we're like amish and stuff like that like i think that it's important to have self-constraint and know like okay there's technology and it helps me do a lot of things but i don't want to also be like a lazy bum you know people don't know this but it's actually true um before ant downloaded tiktok he was actually straight i was and it turned me gay i i I am not a zipper tip um no you know oh he got me no what 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 really the whole like book thing and in schools and like reading it to little kids and then these little fucking videos and stuff here's the pro here's the bigger problem right it's desensitizing children now to sex. So when people do be do disgusting things to them, like nasty fucking pedophiles, then they don't know that that was inappropriate because they're so desensitized well, to the sexual this, behavior. This is why James Lindsay calls it grooming. Because it if is you, grooming. If, if you sexualize children and then for for you know future or even current predation, mm-hmm. well then you're fucking a groomer, dude. You're like that's what that's definitional. But for a while on before Elon bought Twitter, we would get fucking banned for saying it. I know. It was like it's like you're grooming kids, dude. I'm going to say it. No, you can't. So right. big tech is also in on this on multiple fronts. Yeah. Not only do they do they ban you if you call it out, but they're also fucking algorithmically lifting this up. It's terribly. You couldn't toxic. say groomer. You couldn't say learn to code. You couldn't say not eleven was an inside job. You couldn't say COVID came from a laboratory. You couldn't say don't take the COVID nineteen vaccine. Yeah, they restricted so much shit that hurt and killed so many fucking people. But gender ideology, cut off your penis, uh, get yeah. zipper. All tits. good. All fucking good. <laughs> you like that, don't I, you? I, I like. That. I'm, I'm stealing that term. Uh, we do, we're gonna make we, the, we are change zipper tits shirts. Oh, Listen, to, the to, and long sleeves and long sleeves are like the bloody, the bloody, the bloody oh. head. So we, Josh, if I, you're listening right now, my t-shirt guy. Oh, really, oh no, we're doing zipper tits and and fake dicks and like and like bloody bloody. Uh, At what, least give me a shout out on that. No, the 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 homo conservatives on. Twitter, actually, I have to give a shout out to y'all because you guys are more savage than like you liberal call, gay people. You, I mean, you can but just call you, him Stephen Crowder. You're talking we, to Stephen Crowder, right? Is Stephen Crowder gay? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, sorry, I was go. like, yeah. Go, go, no. go ahead. Um, they <laughs> say Clint, Clint, all the time in the comments. Clint wishes he was gay. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but call me Stephen. Oh, are you gay? No. Oh, damn it. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, focus, focus. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, are the yes, conservative it's desensitizing kids. That's it. Okay. <laughs> that was the point. We got a rumble rant from Jaywick3000 saying, bet that fat hog never lost her virginity. These clowns belong in the deepest part of the Atlantic Ocean. Of course, referring to the fat hog that we played. 
<laughs> but fat whale clumps like looking like bitch that we played that describes that there's no oh, virginity shit. out there. We got another rumble rant by Finn Boy Slick saying Luke should ask Viva about AI porn. He was a victim of it. I guess that's a sign that he was really made that that he really made it as a vlogger. I didn't know Viva was a victim of AI porn. Is I remember. That, can you be a victim of that? Really? Are we gonna go? Are we gonna go well, there? Yeah, there's a case right now of a girl that got actually gang raped in a in a, um, VR, a VR game. Set. Yeah, yeah, that was in U- the UK. But uh, my point is, it's Isn't just take the off same? the goggles. We played bro. that video here. Yeah, you could just it, take I mean, off the goggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just how click long power. did you sit there? And yeah, you're just like, no, <laughs> no. It's like just take off the goggles. You're fine. It's over. I just, I'm sorry. I can't do this victim of shit. And like, like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna stop people from making fucking Taylor Swift look like she's taking? You know, she's in some sort of Bukaki film. Like, you can't stop it. People are gonna you do can't. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had the Taylor Swift AI porn that was uh, yeah. making the rounds on Twitter. That I created half that, of it. That you had can't to make stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, can't do it. Stop me. I have AI art technology. I'm gonna continue to do it. You can't stop me, Taylor. Now the the the, um, the AI app. You better that is not actually, be taking pictures of me, bro. I'm kidding. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I, I, the AI app that's actually putting clothes on hose, I think, is also bringing a lot of people uh, towards a very interesting discussion, as it seems like a lot of them are more angry about that than the ones that's taking the clothes off. I know, right? And that's funny. It, 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 it's funny because you see all these Insta hoes with their bikinis and then they get turned into like housewives <laughs> and like full-on suits and they look, with babies they look that they're better. holding. And they yeah, look way course. better. Yeah, Jack Pesobic made a post uh, specifically showing all the hoes being turned into housewives. And <laughs> I, I commented and it got like thousands of likes. I was like... These these like these like trad women are pretty hot. Like yeah. this is pretty pretty. Did you see hot. the one where they they were able to remove the tattoos? Yes, dude. Those pretty. girls looked unbelievable once you took all the tattoos off. I was like, it's weird because like the counterculture is kind of puritanism or like uh, trad life or whatever. It it really is though, and I think that that's becoming far more appealing. Is like. By the way, the Apple goggles ought to be called like Uber Coomers or something, because like I think I feel like that's what it's gonna be primarily. It's like that scene in South Park with a guy who just ejaculated <laughs> exactly. everywhere, come yeah. all over, yeah, exactly. him, and then he has the VR goggles. If if someone's listening, if Josh, if you're listening, or if someone wants to, no, 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 let the memers have this one. Uh, let's do let's do that meme as well. But uh, yeah, uh, this this whole like technology and, and pornography stuff. I think it. I think this is the bioweapon. I think this is the next nuclear war. This is this is going to be more detrimental, more devastating than the nuclear bomb dropping on individuals. Fake AI girlfriends, artificial intelligence, porn, sex dolls. I think is going to be the weapons of mass destruction that is going to wipe out the Western world. That is going to destroy it from within, and it could happen at any moment and it could happen at any time and this is just my own kind of conspiracy theory and this is why a lot of relationships aren't working out. I don't. I think there's a lot of things in society that are incentivizing not to work out. They don't want people reproducing. I think they want to essentially cull the population and what better way to do it than have people become the perfect consumers and literally just jerk <laughs> them off into the oblivious death and dark hollow existence that of course the dark AI will bring them towards Dude. too. I'm wow. telling you though, like the, if you if you're able to put up three screens of porn, I mean you could put up way more than that. I saw this other one. What what does suck about it though is like it's actually a pretty cool technology. You could put up this like 
a big screen TV that's as big as your fucking that entire wall over there, like for free, basically thirty five hundred bucks. But then you have you can have TV there, you can have social media there, you can like actually turn this into a real productivity tool. But the vast majority of people, let's just be honest, the vast majority are just going to be jerking themselves into oblivion, and that's just really sad to me. And it's not the How problem of technology; it's the problem of people's intentions. That the thing, like it's not you can't blame the technology. You have to blame the person who's the user of the technology. Yeah, just stop no, jerking no, off. I, I, I think Do you really no, need that many porns at once? It takes about Four seconds. I mean, yeah, you yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. How, many how many do you need? Do you need Clint? Five minutes. Control stop, yourself. Bro, oh, I'm I'm <laughs> myself. oh my god! Believe me, I'm gonna turn it off. You sound guilty. You sound guilty. You sound Seems very like guilty you right here, Clint. Too many porns. <laughs> I'm just saying, Dave. Clint's like, how many porns can I watch at the same time? And then, uh, yeah, that's all. He's got zipper tint porn, straight porn, anime porn, horse porn, gang. Bang bang porn, hentai yeah. porn. Yeah. Like it, I just it, watch Blair White YouTube videos. That's good all I'm for you. Say. She's hot. She uh, is. Do you use show. the AI to, to so strip her of her clothes, Clint? I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> My lawyers have told me not to comment. I think people are sharing <laughs> videos uh, in. I don't know if I should click on this. No, but probably someone, oh shit! Someone sent. My allegedly Viva's AI porn. Oh, uh, dude, play it, play it, play it, play it. I can't play, see play. anything from here. Uh, I had I had an incident where. Um, Oh God! That's no. I can't show this. <laughs> I can't show this. But, but, I, I, I had. I, I once dated. Uh, you know, a, a kind of popular lady out there, and they made like fake AI porn of her. It wasn't that, that comfortable dealing with that shit. Uh, so I, I, I'm not going to be playing. It sucks. It sucks, I'm not going to be showing Viva's AI pornography yeah, that now is do on that. my screen. Um, yeah, uh, it's just, it's just, yeah. But serious question. It's, yeah. Serious question for you, Luke. <laughs> Luke is so like thrown off by seeing Viva get railed or whatever the fuck he's looking at right now. Uh, shout out to Viva Fry, yeah, by the way. Vivid imagination <laughs> there, Clint. here. This is horrible. <laughs> he's so upset. Uh, uh, shout out to Viva, by the way. Great guy. Um, is there a, vi- like, is, can you actually say that's a crime though? Just because you create AI with some famous I don't, person. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think so yeah, either. People were Photoshop. I mean, it's not AI, but people Photoshop different heads on different bodies for yeah. Yeah, like look up a celebrity and be like nude, and yeah. then all these pictures of what they're that's not all. But that existed all for a very long time now. Like that was around yeah. for for a while. So as long as I've shit, been googling right? it, it's now existed. it's just better quality Photoshop. <laughs> now it's like realistic, really. And now there's videos, You're which is absolutely crazy. Clint's <laughs> <laughs> the real con- consumer. <laughs> Uber Coomers. <laughs> Apple, Apple, send me the Uber Coomers. I want to Jay Wick uh, oh, gave us man. a rumble rant saying, Dan, Steph, change the conversation pronto. Mm-hmm. Where is the star of the show, Atlas? Now, Jay Wick, we will continue to talk <laughs> yes. about online pornography <laughs> till the end of this show. Love you, Jay what, Wick. Because why, what I why do not? think they need, though, to regulate is <laughs> why not have an ID if you want to go onto a porn site so that kids can't go onto it? I... I I just don't want to because like that, I'm trying to think of a way for kids to not. Access. No, I, yeah, I, agree, I, think, I agree. I think there definitely needs to be safeguards for children. But, but, right. but I think on. those safeguards should come with the device. So I don't want my okay. ID. I don't want federal ID. I don't See, want the federal the government core organizing. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, those motherfuckers, right? the motherfuckers well, are already doing it. Real ID. Real yeah. ID is something that I've been warning about for 20 fucking years, saying the government is federalizing everyone's identification systems in order to track them, spy on them, and fucking use and abuse them. There has to be some 
something with the phone, with the computer. But it where exists. It's There's like, parental controls. It exists. Exactly. And this, not enough people fucking use them. I, I, I and, agree. And a lot of parents are fucking retarded, but, literally giving their, their, their children a fucking phone and then and then allowing them to do what the fuck we, they want we with just, it. We just can't continue to remedy parental failings with the state. This is the whole reason we're in this position in the first place. I've been very frustrated with Tim Pool because every time this, this comes up, he says the same thing. We just need to make it so that there's fucking age restrictions. Well, what does that what does that mean, Tim? It yeah. means that everybody on the internet will have to provide basically state ID to demonstrate their age, which means there's no longer any anonymous communications online. I just think it's a really bad idea. It's obviously a backdoor for more spying and more control. I obviously agree that it's a problem that kids are seeing terrible shit too young, but I just don't want to give up all of our you That's know, a good point. But, yeah. but listen, you need a fucking password to open your phone. You need a password to open your, your computer. Have a unique password for the unique individual using it, and, and then have it on the private user end-to-end -end basis. And if it's a child unlocking the phone with their individual passcode, no, you can't fucking see the shit that fucking TikTok gives you. You can't see the shit that Instagram gives you. You can't see all this other fucking bullshit out there that rewires your brain and essentially destroys their ability to have cohesive, loving families and relationships in the future that, of course, is absolutely robbed and destroyed of them. Have yeah. you ever yeah. seen a child go to their parent with their iPhone like slaving for their fix. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, All the time. It's it's pretty scary. Well, yeah. I mean they they put these like they'll put them as like two years old, they'll just hand them an iPad and Mommy. be like figure out everything. It's just so sad, man. It's so sad. I really I genuinely believe like when I have kids I'm going to try and keep them completely like tech free for the first 10 years like I was because I swear to God, I'm so much more like well adapted to, to, to technology because I didn't grow up with it right. in the formative years. I just think it's really it's dangerous. It's just a lazy way of parenting. It's easy to give a child an iPad or a cell phone and say, go away. You know, I'm with the, I'm talking, mommy's talking. Like that's just a very lazy way of doing it. You need to like enrich your children with things that they can learn and prosper with, whether going outside or doing projects together or Human need human contact yeah. and conversation and like that is that is how it's not just how we learn it's how we survive if you get rid of that we die so especially babies you have to fucking be there for right. them so i think that 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 rule applies even when it may not be life and death but it, it might as well be life and death if a parent isn't attentive to their child if they're not actually rearing them in any any attentive fashion you're going to create these fucking school shooters and all this other shit and then instead of actually identifying the original problem which is that we've completely given up on parenting we end up just fucking putting them on pills when they're 8 9 10 11 right. years old and then then by the time they're 18 19 they're fucking chopping off their tits and stuff and it's like oh well i wonder why that happened it's a real fucking mystery <laughs> So yeah, uh, there's that conversation. <laughs> Maybe got, it was uh, the drag story hour. Yeah, <laughs> we got another rumble rant by Ricky Ace One saying, "Love you guys, but I'm leaving as soon as Pooty Poo shows up on a bear." Yes, I think that would be the right protocol. And I hope you had fun with us. I hope I you did. had uh, you're a, a good conversation. Than you put yourself out. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, yeah. You're very. I, fun. I, I spare it. Or save it until Rumble. He, you he do. wasn't trying to be funny. He was being serious. <laughs> and, yeah, I okay. like I, I like Rumble you. Yeah. <laughs> rumble me is more fun for sure. I had a lot of fun. Hope you guys did as well. If you did, sign up and subscribe to this YouTube. Oh, I'm sorry, God. this Rumble channel. Here as of comes. course, oh, we've shit. reached. We like we we get like a thousand, two thousand uh, subscribers. This is like two months that we've been doing this. Hundred K subscribers. Clint has volunteered himself. <laughs> he has done Spence all the medical paperwork. <laughs> he has went to the doctor. He's got the tests. He has got the gotten the EKGs. He is safe. He passed the test. He will be getting tasered <laughs> on oh, camera. Um, 
Um, for two hours straight. Two hours straight. Quit getting tasered. Two hours. All on rumble.com forward slash we are changed when you subscribe. Oh, Again, dude. 100K subscribers. That's all it takes. Two hours. Clint just gets tasered. In, it, it, I'm not going to say that. You're part. such a pathological so, liar. Uh, <laughs> you're just like listen, listen, we lying have, about, about stealing the spoon. Clint, so, you're wishful thinking. Listen, you know it's not a lie. It's not a lie. It's, it's, no, he's it's, lying about me having gone to the doctor, about me ever wait, agreeing to this ever. Wait, you didn't go. You lied to us. You were supposed to go get I said checked. I have a fucking appointment right, he's scheduled. He's ready. You he better can be do motherfucking it. ready. He can get we're, it. We're not going to wait for the doctor, I'm, Clint. I'm, yeah, I got to see this. Exactly. This is much must-watch TV. Uh, 200K, I'll get tasered. 100K, Clint gets tasered. Clint dies. Clint, uh, you know. Voluntary. It's called voluntarism, Clint. If you, you agree to this verbal contract, you got to stick <laughs> never to did. it. Never <laughs> fucking did. <laughs> we have the record. 100K, subscribe. Pull up the record. Subscribe right now. It's going to be glorious. Two hours, just the whole show. No conversation, no debates, no topics, no videos. Just two hours. <laughs> On rumble.com forward slash three or change. Yeah. Uh, so tune in and watch right now by subscribing. Uh, and uh, yes. thank you so much for, for joining us. Where can people find out more information about you? Conservative Ants on all platforms. Um, I do have a show on Wednesday, Wednesday nights. It is on uh, Failure to Stop on YouTube. So sounds you like, will love that. Sounds like my, like my life. Failure to launch. Uh, Clint Russell. <laughs> Host of Liberty Lockdown. That sounds like your your sex too. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. All right. <laughs> Liberty Lockdown is the show. I've got a I've got a great great interview with Chris Martinson that comes out tonight. Don't let them laugh over my plugs. Chris Martinson tonight. Do not miss it. Ten o'clock. It goes live. It's a fucking crazy crazy interview, and it's so it's so nutty that I cannot even put it on YouTube. So you're watching on Rumble right now. Go to Liberty Lockdown. Subscribe. Strap your fucking dick to your kneecap because it's getting real up in this motherfucker. That's it. Oh, like like pot on X. Subscribe, Ooh, like my <laughs> These voices are so fun, man. We're <laughs> like Shaq. Sorry, I'm dying over here. Pass the ball, We're waiting Kobe. for you, staff. Hurry up. <laughs> Steph, we are changed on Instagram. Steph, we're waiting for you. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Yo, she's never had the headphones because she's, so she's never heard the voices. She doesn't even know. She doesn't know that we've been doing this for a couple of months. Hurry up, Steph. Give us your plugs. <laughs> it's Steph WRC on, on X. Steph, we are changed on Instagram. <laughs> Steph, hurry up. <laughs> she gets it. She's speechless. Oh my god, it's Steph. <laughs> Steph, give us your plug. We're waiting for you. Hurry. No. <laughs> Stay it. Steph, we're waiting. For frick's sakes, let's go. Steph, we <laughs> Alright, that's it. We're out of here. Love you guys. Love you guys. Stay tuned for more. Bye.